So, where were we? Oh, yeah, I remember. It was 2019, December 10, and I was wrapping up my final show on KTCK, where I'd plied the craft ever since founding the station, naming it, hiring the personnel, charting the course some 26 years prior. I couldn't be a part of it anymore. It was time to step away into what and where I did not know. But as I walked out the door for the last time, I felt nothing. Strange, considering I'd made it my life for all those years. Probably way more than I should have. But off we went into the great wide open. Sorry, cheap cover band joke there. I had no plans, didn't know what I was going to do. Did know that whatever was next was probably not going to be in the radio game. I thought that was over for me. I also didn't know if I could find something else to fill that void or something to just while away the hours. None of that. I didn't know what I was going to do. It was kind of daunting and making it even more odd. At one time, there was no place I'd rather be and no one I'd rather be with than those boys. But that was then. This is now. A new reality was dead ahead. So time passed. I did a podcast, played in my cheap cover band in pretty short order, became strangely at ease with it all. I got a couple of feelers in radio, but nothing that I'd want to do. So we rocked on, a very happy retiree with an outrageous career for which I was grateful beyond belief in the rearview mirror. 2019 turned into 2020. The pandemic hit, drastically altering things for everybody. People were getting sick and dying. Somehow, I didn't either. My daughter got engaged to a young man whom I really like. I started to get my head around being pawpaw down the road and figured that was about all I was going to be henceforth. All of a sudden, a lot of things that once mattered to me didn't anymore. But somewhere along the line, I got a call from Ben Rogers of the Ben and Skin Show. Heard afternoons on KEGL. He was having a bit of a go of it as his partner and another great pal, Jeff Skin Wade, was being treated for cancer and hadn't been on the show. Ben was calling on friends to fill in, and he called on me. Though not particularly interested in doing any more radio, a chance to help a brother out took the day. I did it. I promptly heard that that didn't go over real well at the mothership. Oh, too bad. At home that night, I kept thinking about my friends at the ticket who were not real pleased with things up there. The ones who had no path to move up. They felt underpaid, underappreciated. I put pen to paper. Later on, I got another call from Ben. By then, Skin was back. They invited me up for a beer. You know, just to hang out, talk, laugh a little. It's great to be able to laugh a little, right? We sat at the Lockwood Distilling Company. They talked about their plight. I told them, you know, what we ought to do is get you boys, and I'll bet there are a few other guys up there that would do it. Do you think they'd go for that at the Eagle? They looked at each other and started laughing. And I thought, oh, no, you shouldn't have said that. Stupid idea. As it turned out, they were thinking much the same thing, except bigger. They said, we need to get you together with Patrick Davis, Patrick being the Eagles programming demigod. He and I went to lunch. We hit it off immediately. One thing led to another. More meetings took place. There were phone calls, an unending flow of ideas and banter about it all. And the next thing you knew, it was a runaway train. 
So, what was the end game? You're about to find out. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that apparently never ends. Here is 97.1, The Freak, Dallas, and most definitely Crazy Fort Worth. of so much recent controversy, so much recent talk. It is finally here. The Freak 97.1 is on the air. This is the downbeat. The downbeat will holding for, be holding forth weekday afternoons, 3 until 7. My name is Mike Reiner. I can't tell you how happy I am to be here. That is exceeded only by how happy I am that you are here. We will be joined as part of the downbeat by my longtime soulmate and occasional lover, the great Mike Saroy. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Looky, looky. <laughs> here comes Cookie. I'm here with the Fleet Admiral of the Trinity River Navy himself, Mike Reiner. And we're all merely your petty officers. Ooh, there's my jam. Yeah, that's you. Just a little electric six for you. All right, 25-10, Cowboys over Commanders. We're 3-1. and one. Let's get into it, Mike. QB controversy, yes or no? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. You do don't you? Do that. The only way I think we should kick off this whole damn thing, and is I think by it's... talking Cowboys for four hours, nope. right? No. Nope. Will nope. we hit Cowboys at all today? It, the appropriate way to kick this thing off is you, Mike Reiner, perform an acoustic twenty-minute version of "The Waiting" by Tom Petty. I I'm think that'd be an outstanding idea. Slow. Yes. The <laughs> album version. <laughs> is the album version not yes. the one that we've been? Right. Right. <laughs> we just listen to the single. We need the album version. What is that? Now. Longer. Um, no, not really. Did you listen on the way in in your car? Oh yeah, of course I did. Cause we knew this thing was going down for a while. Right. And this was the plan. Freak songs all weekend and then the waiting all day long. See, that's the thing about this though. When a radio station changes format, they do what we just did. In the game, this is called stunting. We've learned the term recently, stunting. Yes, we have. One of us specifically, who you'll hear from here shortly, that's was right. very entranced and enthralled by the concept of stunting. But that's what radio stations do. They find some way to while away the hours to separate them from what they were doing, yet not give away too much as far as what they're about to do. Yeah. Meet somewhere in the middle ground there and just, and meantime, just 
have some racket on the air of some kind. I got in the car, uh, the Jeep this morning, heading this way, and I listened, and I put on uh, 97.1, and I was like, all right, I'm probably not going to listen to this the whole way, and I cranked it up, I went full volume, and listened to that damn song the entire way up the tollway to our new offices here in Addison, Texas, and it was awesome. I loved it. But then you get to the office and it's still playing at every speaker, every hallway you walk in. I'm like, okay, all right, got it. And then what did you say? You said uh, something like, I'm glad this is one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> because, really glad that, that that is one of my favorite Tom Petty songs. Because you're taking the beating from this song. Yeah. And also that song, which I have always. So is everybody else. Yeah, well, I imagine. But I've but, always enjoyed that song. But now that song, you'll never hear it the rest of your life the same way. No. It holds a very special place. Yeah. Henceforth. Yeah. I voted for Do It Again by Steely Dan for the stunt song all day. I wouldn't object to I that. I knew you wouldn't have objected to it, but the waiting, I think, was the proper answer. Yeah. Yeah, I think the waiting was a perfect choice. You was memorized that... the whole song, The Waiting? Oh, yeah. How do you memorize all those songs when you're in a crappy cover band? What's it called? A cheap. Cheap cover band. A cheap cover band. Um, that, that is my gift. Song memorization? I, I, I remember lyrics. Really? I can't do much right in this world, <laughs> but that is one thing I can do. Like, you throw a song at me, and if it uh, moves me in any particular way that I dig it, mm-hmm. in very short order, I'll have the lyrics memorized. As a the front man of a cheap cover band, do you ever are you ever in the spot where you do just blow the lyrics and you hum through it? It happens. I've seen multiple artists do that in concert, like great artists. Oh, yeah. It happens on stage and off. It's For a lot of those guys, when you think about how long they have lived with these songs, Mm -hmm. from the time it was conceived to the time they worked it up with the band, rehearsed it over and over and over again, the changes made in it, take out this, put in that, work that up, um, get in the studio, record it. First, you, uh, first of all, you got to get in the rehearsal room, mm-hmm. practice it over and over again, and get it just airtight. Then go in the studio, record it. Who knows how many takes that entails? And then, if you're lucky, it turns into a hit, and that's all well and good. But by then, you got to play that song every damn show you do for the rest of your life. Yep. You know. So I, I can't imagine. If you could get these guys telling the truth, and I don't think any of them would, but if you could get them telling the truth about what they really think about their big hit songs, I think that would be really interesting for somebody to delve into sometime. If you could get them telling the truth, and like I say, I don't think you could. Uh, my friend Skin and I at least are big team Radiohead, and Creep is their their big hit that they had in the 90s. Right. And then they wrote a song called My Iron Lung. Now, Skin's my friend too, by the way. He is you your can't friend. claim him. I didn't know you've ever met him before. I thought you were going to meet him here in like an hour. No? Well, I've just heard of him. Old pals. But they came up with a song called My Iron Lung, which is essentially about that topic, about having one song that everybody thinks is your only song, and essentially the song you have to play, Iron Lung, to keep you alive, Yeah, is the philosophy behind it. What one petty song would you have uh, launched over the Trinity River, straight into hell, if you could get rid of one petty song forever and never hear it again? Um... Probably Breakdown. Really? Yeah. That's one that's <laughs> gotten kind of old for me. So has Listen to Her Heart. That's another one. But I love those songs when he first came out and I was first getting into them. Mm-hmm. And 
and you know he was just starting to get popular. Those are songs that are off his like first two records. <laughs> Straight so to, those are old ones. Straight into petty talk, our whole first segment. Look how happy how he is. <laughs> He's a happy boy. Yes, Mike I am. came up behind me because we have all these photographers around doing a fine job. Yes, this is a big day today. I know. Look at all the looky loos looking through the window. Everything. It's kind of intimidating. Yeah, we got the whole crew in there. But the guy wanted to take a picture of me, and I was sitting at my desk diligently working, and I felt something on the top of my head that I thought was like either your thumb, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, then he zoomed in, and I'm like, all right, that's his chin. I'm like that's kind of cute. But no, after I heard the smack, I realized it was a full, full-blown kiss right on top of my beautiful bald head. That's right. That's what kind of a mood Mike Reiner's in today. That's right, because I love you, man. He loves me, and I love you too. And then he was doing the gritty in the hallway by himself. I also saw. Yes. And he did it perfectly. Yes. That's what have you right. been doing, man? Retirement done with? What are you into? What? Do, how'd you spend the last couple of years? Crafts. Um. Did yeah. You open arts up an and Etsy crafts. Shop? Arts and crafts. Um. Yeah. Beads. Beadwork. Yeah. A lot of um. You know what do they call those? Those exercises that old people do. <laughs> calisthenics? Oh, yeah, calisthenics and um, um, old-timer aerobics and stuff. Jazzercise in yeah, the pool? Jazzercise, yeah, jazzercise, <laughs> yeah. Staying fit? No storm yeah, chasing? Just, just um, no, I, I didn't get into storm chasing. Well, you had, did, did any hobby come up in your... Um, just a podcast. Okay. You know, I had a little podcast going. I'm, well, actually, it's still going. But I had that working, mm-hmm. and the reason I bring up Storm Chasers is because I had Jesse Hawila. Oh, yeah. Channel 8 on The great. There. Yeah, the great Jesse Hawila. Yeah, that's funny. He is, man. I really like that guy. Mm-hmm. And he is a real live Storm Chaser. Okay, did you go along with him? Um, no, I haven't gone along with him or anything like that, but he, he does that. Yeah. Like, if there is a, a storm that he thinks is going to be pretty good brewing up nearby mm-hmm. he'll do what he has to do to go out there and get into it head straight to chase it yeah that does sound kind of cool have you ever done that no not chasing of any kind although uh mama vita just went through uh hurricane ian uh, on the gulf coast of florida although she got super lucky she was in sarasota but like we had a couple of rocky days you know where you don't know where that thing's going to turn east and hit mm-hmm. so we've been through a handful of hurricanes but never like direct hit the eye blasting you right um, so if you just catch the outer bands, I mean, it can be obviously destructive, but sometimes when you're in high school, it's just kind of fun, you know, cause it's a, you're getting days off for sure. And yeah. go outside and oh, yeah. do the Michael Jackson lean into the wind and do all kinds of bits. But, uh, so no, not chasing in That's, any way. Uh, yeah. When you're in high school, it's a gift from the gods, I'll bet. Yeah. Hurricane parties, always good ones. Now we probably should tell everybody because <laughs> I, I don't want to think that and don't want to imply or. Move on about this process with the idea that everybody knows who we are and knows everything about us. But one of the fascinating things about Mike Saroy is his Florida background. Mm-hmm. Very much Florida man. Yes. Proud of it, too. Yeah, I guess. Some of it. <laughs> Most of it. Yes. You do not shrink from it. Florida not touching. Not that I've ever seen. Anything touching the ocean is fine in Florida. But yeah. if you go more than about three miles inland, you're in uh, dangerous waters. Yeah, it gets scary in there. But now, no, no. I'm how, a, how long were you in Florida? From what ages? Um, well, we're going to do a segment later in the week, and you, you're going to kick it off. What is it? Who the hell are they? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. Because we, we figure we do need to introduce ourselves. You too. Okay. I'm, well, just just touch on this. Oh, yeah. Then. No, no. For we, sure. No. I'm, uh, I'm Miami, it. Florida man. And then I uh, I went to Sarasota, Florida. My dad was an offshore powerboat racer. And uh, we'll get into him <laughs> at some point. I'm sure he is no longer with us. But he left Miami and had to move to Sarasota for work. So we moved to the Gulf Coast of Florida, which is about an hour south to Tampa when I was in ninth grade, and then I spent uh, all through high school there, 
and then off to the United States Air Force because no college would have me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll get into that and who the hell are these guys. I think yeah. we'll start that tomorrow with you debuting the segment. Okay. We need to know who the hell you are. How about one question for you though? How many, uh, how many radio stations have you worked at? Because we're going to talk freely about our previous stop at the ticket. I mean, I don't, you know, they're not going to mention us, I would imagine, under any circumstances. But we can speak freely about everything that went down there. And then there's some blowback where people think that you were, like, drafted by KTCK only, and that's the only station you ever worked at. But, I mean, this is just part of a ongoing evolution of your life that you now find yourself at 97 won The Freak. But how many stations total have you worked at? Um, Probably... Five or six. Okay. Yeah. All in this market. There was Zoo. Um, let's see. After that came um, WBAP for a little while. And then KZPS. And I did a little stuff here and there for one or two others. But then KTCK started and you know the rest of that story. You're, or some of it anyway. You're wearing... That's a zoo t-shirt, right? I am wearing a zoo t-shirt. That's not an original. That's a reprint, right? No, no, yeah. It, it, actually, it was never a actual t-shirt at all. What it is, is this was a zoo sticker. Mm-hmm. This was my favorite zoo sticker that they ever had, and it was in use before I got there. But I got a hold of one of those stickers and had somebody blow it up a little bit to where it would fit, it would fit you know, mm-hmm. like all across the front of a shirt. Nip to nip. Yeah, nip to nip. <laughs> And uh, made a T-shirt out of it. Mm. And um, so, is that thing called the Freak Beast? Um, There's some freak association with. Actually, that. this beast here was known as Zulu back in the day. <laughs> and what, is that an elephant? Um, yeah, it's an elephant with a radio for a face or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, an elephant with wings and a radio for a face. Well, I'm glad uh, throughout that entire journey you've made your way here with us, and this is crazy, right? Oh, man, I can't tell you how I'm looking forward to this. I know you sort of covered it in the uh, the recorded thing that we played at the very top, but um, I mean, I'm sure I have plenty of questions about it. I mean, there's people who think you should never have done – I mean, who cares what people think, but they're like, all right, you had this perfect legacy at the ticket, you know, walk know. down, walk down that hallway, and that's that. I know. But – I mean, speak for yourself, but I'm like, who, why would, why can't this guy have more fun? I can. Yeah. I mean, it's my life. Yeah. And I, if I want to do it, I can do it. And I wanted to do this. I really did think though that the game was over for me and I was cool with that. I mean, I was cool with that from the time I walked out of that building. I did, did so knowing that that was probably going to be it. And the strongest reaction I could muster up was a slight shrug of the shoulders and, okay, and that was that, you know? I heard the recording um, where you sort of explain it, but how long after you went home, sat there every day, presumably doing nothing, not your Etsy shop that never opened up with your crafts and whatnot? Right. Where you start, was there a moment where you're like, oh, I made a huge mistake? No, never. I was a very happy retiree. I got used to the day-to-day of it. I enjoyed that some days I would get out of bed and not have a damn thing to do. Mm -hmm. I could spend that day however I saw fit. That's pretty neat. And I didn't think I would like it. I didn't think I could do it, but I adjusted to it surprisingly well. 
I have something for you. So tomorrow, I'll just warn you, and you don't have to prepare in any way, but I prepared a quiz for you for tomorrow about things that have happened in the world since your retirement date, <laughs> which was January 6th, 2020. Right. Okay? So we're going to do that tomorrow. I have a big list for you. We'll do it at like 5 o'clock. Okay. Um, during one of our fun drives. Are you segments. trying to uh, figure out if I'm aware of these things? or Essentially, or, or yes. I don't know. Is this a second dark period for you? Uh, have you been paying attention to the news, you know, life events, current events, entertainment, all that stuff? I have all sorts of things that have happened in the last couple of years. And I just okay. want to know if you know. Okay. But there's one that I'd like to burn right now. Okay. It was going to be the first question on tomorrow's quiz, but I feel it's more apropos to knock it out right this very second. Are you ready? Yes. So I know your last day of work was mid-December 2019, technically, mm-hmm. but, uh, December the, 10. The day that the world found out that you were retiring was January 6th, 2020, mm-hmm. which is the most significant January 6th in American history. No doubt. No doubt at all. The day that shook the DFW radio landscape. Here's your question. I'm going to give you 20 seconds to answer it. Think aloud if you'd like to. How many days has it been since your retirement announcement until now, the day of your triumphant return to the airwaves? I saw this somewhere today. Where'd you see it? Um, online somewhere. Were you looking at my notes? I think, no, I wasn't looking at your notes. I won't look at your notes. <laughs> I there you notes. write down stuff that you're going to spring on me, right? <laughs> no, they're notes for the show. Just prepare. Just stuff preparing. Um, what, 10,000, something like that, somewhere around there? <laughs> no, that's a little heavy. But no, I found it, it incredibly interesting that your retirement, Mike Reiner, lasted exactly 1,000 days. Yeah, I guess that is a little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little heavy indeed. Today is day 1,001 of your retirement. But January 6th until yesterday was 1,000 days that you were officially retired. Yeah, well, that was then. This is now. And you know What? What? I'm back, bitches. Back indeed on 97.1 The Freak. And we'll explain what The Freak is, what to expect from us in the months and years to come. And throughout the next couple hours, we're going to meet uh, some of our new cohorts and fun friends. This is The Downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. Welcome back. Welcome back. I guess you got to learn new stations don't have really long breaks. <laughs> Yet. Mike did just start cruising out the door. Victory lap, doing the gritty again. Yep, that's right. <laughs> what was with your phone? I'm going to make the most of this. Julie, oh. Person X was outside with me, <laughs> and we look in the window about to walk in, and you were leaning both hands on the table, like smoldering look right at yes. this camera. Yes, I was really hamming it up for the guy. full-on photo shoot going on in there. Oh, yeah. And I walked in, he's like, oh, well, let's get one with you two. And he took literally one picture, and he's like, okay, now, get out, get out. Back to... <laughs> your time will come. Back to Back to him. My time may indeed yeah, your come. T- your time will come. There will be a time when I'm old news. I'm a big story now, but big stories don't last forever. You're a big story forever, Mike Reiner. No, no, no. How's it feel? We not... did a segment. We did. He did a we? segment. Woo! You should have seen Mike when he, we did uh, the other day. Uh, we recorded one thing, and he was like, let's go tell our boss. So we went and found Patrick, and we like stood in his doorway for no reason. We're like, we f- <laughs> we did something. <laughs> And he's like, okay. Okay, Greg. cool. Cool. You know, whatever. You know, th- this is what Great. you guys are going to do every time you do a segment. Come down here and tell yeah, me. tell me. Look for a high five. And then today you recorded something else. You're like, we're doing production. I'm like, yep. Yes, we are. Yeah. And he said, don't tell me about the pain. Just show me the baby. 
All right, 97 won the freak. Uh, the cat is out of the bag, and I am proud to be a part of it. I know you are as well. This is really incredible. And again, over the next few hours today, you're going to be meeting uh, the full cast of people that will be helping us out from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. every single weekday. But I think we should talk about the station itself, 97 won the freak. Um and this was the Eagle, what, an hour ago? Yeah. And I think uh, we should pay a little homage to the Eagle. I, I think we should as well, because frankly, again, I'm not from this area, so I don't uh, have the reverence for it that it probably deserves. And I'd like for you to educate me and anyone who's listening. And, and again, there's a ton of Eagle listeners, you know, who became accustomed to what they've done for so long and done it so well mm-hmm. um, that they're probably a little shell-shocked by this big switcheroo. So um, you can either start with what the freak is or the history of this uh, this station and how well, we got here. Well, let me just touch on a couple things regarding the history of the station. Um, long A long time ago, before FM radio was a thing, and I'm talking back in the 50s and early 60s here, this was the sister station to KFJZ-TV. This was KFJZ-Radio. And KFJ's TV, you know today as Channel 11. Mm-hmm. And back then, Outfits owned a radio station, maybe two of them. Back then, FM was not big, so most of the time it was just one. And a TV station. And if you had, uh, you know, one of each, you were a pretty sizable broadcast concern back then. And over the years... It went through many, many mutations. FM came in and the 97.1 signal took hold. And over the years, they did a lot of different things. They had a lot of great people on here. This was the first place that I heard Howard Stern and when he started, you know, syndicating. What year was that? Any idea? Um, was that mid eighties or? No, that one that that was not in the eighties. That was probably late eight, late eighties. Late eighties, yeah, yeah. This was, I believe, his first entree into the market. He moved around a little bit after that, but I think he started out here. Now I could be wrong about that. He might have started somewhere else and then came here, but he really made a big name for the station when he was here. And along the way, they had many others. Kid Craddock was here for a while. For a while, he was known as Dave Craddock. And this was the first place where he really made his way in this market. And they've had tons and tons of other really great air talents on here. I always thought the Eagle, no matter what they were doing, was a pretty great station. And it's really neat, because I'm a radio nerd and into this kind of thing, it's really neat for me to be on this frequency. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I hold in very high regard and have a lot of respect for. And that's kind of cool. You mentioned frequency. That was sort of the first play on the freak. Yeah. And it was going to be FREQ, I think, was one of the options that we discussed. But I think some uh, focus groups didn't couldn't pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> so the freak is short for the frequency. And uh it's an odd name. It is, I think, I'm quite sure, the first uh, iHeart-operated station with that name in America. Uh, it was probably very difficult for the, the bosses here in the building to get that approved yeah. because they wanted it to be, you know, the ticket or the fan or any of the, uh, you know, the, the hub, yeah. the game, like right. whatever the traditional sports station names are. But there's an important reason that I kind of think most of the announcements have sort of wrong. Um, no, there is no doubt about 
about why none of those names would apply to us. Yes, and that reason is because that's not exactly what we're going to do. The neat thing about this thing, and I think a good part of the appeal for all of it, for for all of us, to all of us, was that here we're going to be given the latitude to do whatever we want, whenever we want, and talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. Now, everybody here has fairly substantial sports radio background. We all love these games. We love these teams. We keep up with these games. We watch them. We follow these teams. I mean, we're sports radio nerds, but the neat thing about it is that we also have another side to to our radio profile, if you will. And here we're going to be allowed to explore that without any kind of fear of program director retribution or anything like that. I mean, they know what we're going to do, and they said, go get them, boys. Yeah, like I'm big into falconry. Yes, I bet people don't know that about you. Hours on end. Yeah, uh, you go over to his house, and how many birds do you have now? Falcons. Not birds. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Falcons. How many falcons do you own? Four falcons. Four. Is that counting your Ford Falcon? <laughs> I do not have a Ford Falcon. I have three falcons that I own. One that I'm working through some legal issues that I'd like. I call my own. But yes, exactly. For instance, falconry. We can talk about that. Yes. Each we and can, every day, if we want to. If we wanted to. It's not a sports station. This is a fun station. And yes. I, 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 that, that we were kind of kicking around. What do we call this? And it's like personality driven. It's live local talk, um, which we think has a brighter future than maybe rock music does on the uh, terrestrial radio for sure. And I just kept settling on this is fun. That's yeah. what we want to have every single day. Now, yes, fun often is talking about the Cowboys. And when they rattle off three straight wins behind Cooper Rush, sure, you're going to talk to your friends about Cooper Rush and uh, and the Cowboys. So. Yes, we are We are going to talk about sports, but we are not uh, beholden to sports. We don't have to talk Cowboys in the middle of summer for the sake of doing it. That's right. Which I think is a whipping. By the way, Cooper Rush, <laughs> much better than the upper tier or upper second tier quarterback that they're going to give $45 million a year to. The starter on this very team. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, much better. Much better. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Much There's better. Much better. Just a little opinion for you. So the idea of the station is that. It's fun time. It's whatever's on your mind, my mind, or anything on the mind of any of the cast of characters um, that are going to be doing the mornings, the middays, or the, this afternoon show. Uh, and it's simple. Fun times, man. I want to have a good time. And the other thing I've noticed here is fun people, good people. Um, and not to say that wasn't the case anywhere else. And we can discuss a little bit if we want about our, our past employer. I mean, it's the ticket is legendary. I love the people that work there, the on-air people and most of the people behind the scenes. They're good people. Um, but opportunity was incredibly limited. And uh, and the opportunity that presented itself here after I had left the ticket, because I didn't leave with the yeah. intent of coming here. I mean, I left with I need to make some money and I wanted to work with my brother and help him out. Um, but then shortly after I left, the phone started ringing and it was like, interest. Are you interested? I'm like, I am because I got to get out of this house. These Falcons are insane. They never stop they making noise. Too, they eat they? so much. You can't feed them. And I don't, they don't, you don't have newspapers like you did back in the day. No, it's a mess. So F these Falcons. I'm looking to unload three Falcons and I'd like that done by the end of the show today. How do you catch the Falcon dung? <laughs> $500 Tupperwares all over. But I'm like, dude, I, I'm interested in a new opportunity. What is it? 
and uh, once you hear the people that are involved and you hear um, from the people who are operating things here, I'm like, dude, I didn't know this vibe or attitude was an option in this industry. Man, I didn't either. It used to be, but I thought those days had been gone. Those those days were gone and had been for some time. And if they were around in this business anymore, I didn't have any idea where it would be until I started looking into this and started uh, pursuing it and everything like that. And we've been having a lot of meetings and stuff up here as we in the days and weeks leading up to this. And I got to tell you, I've had to pinch myself. I've had to literally pinch myself a few times just to make sure that this was real and that this was happening. Because all of those meetings have been so incredibly productive. They've been so incredibly on point as far as getting everybody's head in the same space and getting us prepared to do this. It's, it's the kind of thing that I didn't think went on in radio anymore. I saw that kind of thing early in my career mm-hmm. at a few places. And for a while we had it there at the ticket. But I thought those days were gone, and I thought I surely would never be a part of anything like that again. And it was just it, – it's the coolest thing to come along at this stage of my existence that I could possibly imagine. It's fun to watch you in those meetings and have that reaction, like our bosses will say something, and you'll, like, fire back in your chair, like, w- excuse me? Yeah, because I just didn't expect it. I was expecting something else. That mostly was going to start with the word no. I don't like. I don't even know. I don't know how free we are to talk about everything, but there was a bit of a delay in us starting this station because some of the production elements didn't fit something that we were working on, and they were like, you know what, this is on us. We don't like how this sounds, how this meshes with you guys and what you're doing. So we're going to push this back a week, give yeah, or take. Yeah. And and you're I mean, like, there are no ego I've trips never, or anything like. Yeah. You're like, I've never heard management immediately like say, no, what we're doing is incorrect. What you guys are doing is correct, and we need to fix it on our end. And again, I've only worked at one place, and you know they were very good to me. Um, on the whole, man, it gave me an opportunity in this in this industry in this market, and it was nothing but fun for for over 16 years. Um, but to, you know, to, the grass is always greener vibe and then you kind of see it and you meet some of these people. I'm like, dude, everyone here is pulling in the same direction. You're treated with such, uh, respect and made to feel valuable. And I mean, granted, we're just starting this thing. They're all probably going to hate us in like a month, right? Three weeks. We're going to be in these damn offices. Just, get- just saying hi to you. That's all. Is that on air or not? You did? Oh, okay. Oh, first dump. Speaking of uh dumping. I didn't know that um, that was okay. Big introduction for mm. that. It's mm. coming up. Okay. Um we have a hundred dollar bet between you and I on the first person that misidentifies this station as the ticket. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll take that bet. I have it in big letters right in front of me. It's on these monitors. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, you come in here and it hits you every which way. <laughs> That's the idea. One of us is going to do it. Once you get relaxed and chill and you just kind of forget and you don't have your notes in front of you, one of us is going to do it. Just be all laid back all of a sudden. And And it's going to be a $100 bill slide. Forget where you are and go back to that old place. and It's going to be you. I'm going to win that bet. Yeah, you probably will. Straight to the Falcon Food Shop. 
Uh, this whole thing, too, is going to be more than just a radio station. 97 won the freak, obviously the name. Um, our show name is The Downbeat. You like that, right? I do like that. Boy, did we kick around a few. Yes, we did. We did, but we landed on this one, and once we landed on it, it kind of stuck. I have a list. You know, a lot of the time, you will try to come up with a name for something. You'll find something you kind of like, mm-hmm. but then you'll wander off from it a little bit and then come back to it, and the process will repeat a few times, and then all of a sudden, that golden bulb of enlightenment will go off over your head, your head and you'll think, look... We keep coming back to this, so let's make that the name once and for all. I have a list of names that we didn't use, and it's not a bit. This is a real list because I kept my notes. Okay. Um, the very first one I came up with, nobody liked, that was Gladiators of Sex. No, that wouldn't work. How does that not work? Um, for a for an action film, maybe. For a B-movie that you used to watch a, in the 70s? Or for a porn film, maybe. I had the outer marker. No, I don't, I'm not saying I even liked most of these or pitched them. I just wrote them all down in my notes. The sanctuary I kind of liked because okay. then it's a nod to the eagle. Yeah, okay. Birds. Right. The western front. Okay. Don't hate that. I think I wrote most of these with you in mind. How about hell's back porch? <laughs> I did like that one because that's history here, right? In that West Dallas. Yeah. That's like Bonnie and Clyde. Um, yeah. Out there on Singleton Boulevard. And that was known as Hell's Back Porch? Mm-hmm. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, that is cool. I had hold for applause. <laughs> okay. I pushed the double cross. I kind of thought that was badass, but we we decided that's a little too much. Because what we're doing here has nothing to do with what we did there, other than you being the face and name behind what we're doing here. But I thought that was a hard-ass name. Yeah, I like that. This one we're going to steal and make it a segment, but Marconi Time. All right. <laughs> uh, the Encore? Yep, the Encore. I thought that was cool for you. The one you guys didn't like is when I said we should call the show Glenn. Yeah, I I don't get Glenn. <laughs> just naming the show Glenn. I thought like, was funny. Just give it some... Yeah, name it Glenn. Some garden variety... Um, just a name. Occasionally used name. Glenn. <laughs> Okay, I like the humor in that. Well, that, what do you think I was going for? That yeah. was the only thing there. I had the finishing move. Okay. Uh, checkmate. And then I'm like, all right, you know, he's not going to like any of these. I need Steely Dan references. So I came up with dirty work. Eh, we're not going to do that, but I thought you'd like the Technicolor Motorhome. Yeah, I don't hate that. You can steal that for an intro. Yeah. Perhaps later on. <laughs> or a segment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of segments, the Sunset Lounge was also a nickname for uh, for the show that we considered. But yeah. we, s- we settled on the downbeat, and I think it's a good one. I think uh, we were at your house, and I remember I saw something. It said the downstairs. Do you remember what that is in your house on one of the back uh, back tables? Yeah, it's, it's like a concert. Yeah, it's one of the things that that hangs on the wall. Mm-hmm. There's a place called Blossoms Downstairs. Yeah, that we had a poster. There you go. That yeah. is exactly what it yeah. is. And I'm like, how about the downbeat? And this guy's eyes lit up. And we're like, okay, yeah, I have something here. Well, I'm, I, I, I think others did kind of like that as well. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it, it is a good one. It's I cool. like it. Uh, and speaking of that, we have a uh, official show Twitter handle. It's at downbeat dfw. 
Yeah, not the Downbeat. Just no. at Downbeat DFW. Downbeat DFW, if you want to follow that. And one of the things we're going to be doing is giving you an opportunity to chime in with uh, love, hate, comments, whatever's on your mind. And we will read those uh, semi-regularly. Uh, whenever they, uh, yeah, it gets so, all full up. Let us hear all the, hey man, you guys really suck. <laughs> hey, I imagine that's going to be the case for a while, especially from, uh, Eagle regulars. Yeah. Um, who want to hear the rock, but we do have an official Twitter for the station. That's at 971 the freak. 971 the freak would be the official Twitter account. And there's a bunch of fake ones that have, uh, made some headway. And it's pretty funny that they're kind of trying to steal the thunder, but the no, official of course. one at nine seven one the freak. These days, that's what people do. Yeah, try to slide in there and steal stuff. Uh, the other thing is the whole multimedia experience that we are going to try to grow this thing into. Right now, we are just on the air on the radio. We are streaming on the iHeart app as well. Um, All right, so there you go. If you're one of those, one of the many. Who have hit me wanting to know how you stream this thing? There you go. Go to the iHeart app. And I think, unfortunately, you can't do the rewind trick for right now. But I think that's going to be uh, hopefully remedied here in the near future. But we have cameras going to be outfitting these studios. And we're going to stream everything. Yes. Probably every show in its entirety live. Um, we also want to make it an interactive experience. I know on the uh, iHeart app you can... Like leave voice messages essentially, um, and we can use those and play them if if they're appropriate and funny and interesting. But I think uh, yeah, we're gonna have a segment every day called "Hey man, you guys suck." <laughs> we can do mean tweets this week for sure. I'll compile them and have you read them. Okay, about Reiner's return. Oh, I'll read mean tweets. Mean tweets. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's going to be, uh, the whole multimedia thing is part of the plan. We're going to be on Twitch and YouTube and all of it and all the stuff that you can get out there even more than just being on terrestrial radio. And the higher ups here are hell bent on it and making this thing fun and making it, uh, cutting edge and interesting and sort of different than the uh, radio experiences most people have had in the past. So that's the idea, man. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good time and it's most importantly, it's good people here, good times. And you're a happy Mike Reiner, and I like to see that. I am. They have been incredibly supportive. They have been with us all the way. They are definitely putting their backs into this. And you really can't ask for more, especially with the state that radio in general is in in this world these days. I mean, you wouldn't know that from looking at what's going on up here and what they're doing. And our aim is to make this work out as best we can for them. Because if it works out for them, that means they will keep us around for a little while. And I'm definitely interested in being around for another, I don't know, 25 years or so. Come on, baby. Yeah, that's right. Did you have trouble keeping the lid on this thing over the last few weeks or months? Um, Not too much. Not too much. Sometimes I would get on Twitter and somebody would piss me off. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple times where I might have suggested or maybe even said a little too much, but I learned to get a handle on that. Yeah. And I, I, I've been a ghost on there for these last, I don't know, this last week or so. Yeah. I'm glad you're back, man. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to be doing this with you. You should see the smile on this man's face. Oh God. So good. And it makes me happy. And I am honored, Mike, honestly, as you, uh, and we'll reveal throughout today and the weeks how this thing sort of came together and all that. But, uh, it was definitely a call from you, uh, inviting me and making me, uh, consider anything like this. And it wasn't that long of a consideration once you're on the phone. 
uh, you say yes to these opportunities. And, and yes, you, you do. You did that, and I said yes. And uh, and look at us, ninety-seven won the freak. Yes, when an opportunity like this comes your way, there is one word and one word only, and that word is yes. Big loud yes. Uh, I mentioned earlier the fleet admiral of the Trinity Navy. He has petty officers working at this station. We're going to meet some of them, including uh, the group that's going to get you from seven to eleven. It's the downbeat on ninety-seven won the freak. All right, it is a little bit after 4 o'clock. You're listening to 97.1 The Freak. It's going to take me a while to get used to saying that. You don't think I'm waiting for that 100 buck? Just say the T word. Just say it. I know. No. No. (laughs) We'll not. You're going to win this bet, too. That's the worst part. I will catch myself. The guy who does not need my $100 at all, but you're going to win it. I will catch myself. Do you have to say the full word? Yeah. Okay, so the loser of the bet. Oh, yeah, you do have to say the full misidentifies word. Misidentifies our new radio station. Right. 97 won the freak. Yeah, right. Yeah, you gotta say the full word. Okay. The T at the end. Yeah, you can't catch yourself halfway through. That doesn't count. Okay. But if you say the full word, then it's a hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Then it's a hundred bucks. This is the downbeat, and I just went through last segment a couple of other options for our show name, and Glenn is getting a ton of support in the online community. Glenn is? Yeah. That we should have just named it Glenn. <laughs> okay, there's something okay, to be Okay, look at him, see? All right, all right. There is something to be said for that. We might have to redo all this imagery. <laughs> You're listening to Glenn. <laughs> There's something to be said for See? that. Yeah. It's just like the freak. It grows on you. At first, right. it's like, what the hell is that? Right. And then, Glenn. <laughs> then you're smiling. Uh, Glenn slash the downbeat from three to seven, not the only show that's going to be on this station. No. No. There are others. There are others. There are two specifically that are going to be getting you from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. each and every day. Dallas Mavericks basketball is going to get us through many, many nights. Um, but the plan is to have fun here on The Freak. Yes, we're going to talk sports, but it's fun times. And uh, when I think of fun times, I think of the three people who are joining us in studio right now. And I will introduce each and every one of them here. Morning man number one, uprooted from his post beneath the dreaming tree, is the narcoleptic knight of house only. Here he is. It's Kevin Turner. KT. It's KT. It's K. And it's a T. Can you do house the, only, huh? <laughs> can you do the Dave Matthews dance? Doesn't he have a signature? Kind of sounds like that a little bit. KT, the longtime producer of the Ben and Skin Show. How many years? Uh, nine years and four months with the Ben and Skin Show. And that was after three or four years of part-time action where I was a ticker guy for the Cirque du Soleil weekend show. Thank you. Back on I have the... zero recollection of, of your tenure with us. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I did add a lot to it, but uh, you were, you know, kind of ignoring me. And Cash always gave me a lot of love for that. Uh, but I've been here for a little while at uh, at this thing, in this building here at iHeart. And I'm telling you, when I joined iHeart in 2020, uh, about three weeks before the pandy hit, uh, I didn't really realize that you could do radio where your bosses kind of leave you alone. Mm. Like, I didn't know that existed. I mean, I got in trouble uh, one time for, I think I said bitch on the air, and there was like, a, you know, someone freaking out down the hall. And I just, here, they just let you do your thing. So I always like that. 
And I feel like that's going to fit the downbeat pretty well if uh, that's the, the same thing we're going with. Although the freak's different than the eagle, right? So. I think so. I'm so. I'm just so happy. The Glen. I gotta stop. That's all I can think of. KT, you're no, one of my not favorite. The Glenn, it's just Glen. <laughs> See, now you're all on board. Yeah, I am. KT for uh, like Let's a change it. <laughs> I wanted to name. They it. can't stop us from just continuing to reference ourselves That's as right. Glen. That's right. They can't. I wanted to name it uh, the Frock and have David Finfrock on all the time, just given weather. Just right. unauthorized use of his yeah. photo and yeah. put him on everything. Well, KT, you're one of my favorite people in radio in this area and have been for a very long time. I will admit I'm shocked at your rise to adequacy, much less a morning show. But nevertheless, congratulations on your journey. No, no, I'm not impressed. That was a shot. You yeah. know that notion. That yeah. was a shot. Yeah, it was. I'm not, and I'm not veiled. I'm not impressive. I was not veiled. It was veiled. Veiled my ass. Adequately was the only bad part. <laughs> I, well, I'm not impressive on the eyes, but Mike, uh, whether you like it or not, and by Mike I mean uh, Mike Saroy, um, you kind of groomed me into this business a little mm. bit. I mean, when I uh, got the job at the ticket in 2009 or whatever, it was actually another player, uh, another person's tweet. Uh, that actually created an opening, right? To let okay. me get in and you go work for Norm or whatever. We'll tell that during the, uh, who the hell are these people that one ill-advised tweet is the only reason I have that job, this job, or any job at all. I remember, yeah. And now, I don't support. It's a longer story, but you, uh, you act, went to bat for me many times to, to help me get hours and work my way up. And then Ben and Skin, I, I owe them so much for kicking More me in me the nuts for years. Who and, do you owe the most to if it was me or them? And don't do like recency bias. Just think of the big picture. You know, the start is sort of the most important thing in this business. You love me more than any of them, don't you? Y- yes. Oh, and damn it. Yeah. By the way, Mike Reiner, who you grew up listening to, right? And the first time I met Mike Reiner. That just means I'm really old. I said, hey, Mike, I'm uh, Kevin. I'm going to go uh, cover a game tonight or whatever. And you just told me to use a rubber. And, and that <laughs> is right. Yeah, was that his first words to you, basically? Yes, and that yes. advice stuck with me because I'm proud to say I don't have any kids out there. Ah, look at so. him. The, the rubber band man, Kevin Boy, Turner. that puts you several rungs up on the rest of us. All condoms, all the time. <laughs> New sponsor. Not the freak. We're taking them all on. Uh, KT, and you've decided to do this show alone every day from yes. 7 to 11. Big stand-up, open mic. Been working on stuff for the first 34 years of my life. Get some stuff from the womb. We're going to break out. We're going to be good. Alone, KT shan't be because he has at least one person uh, holding his hand and getting him through morning 7 to 11 right here on The Freak each and every morning. And here he is. Despite his limited repertoire of volleyball serves, he will rise, he will grind, and he will sit down to pee-pee. It's Jeff Kavanaugh. Try not to get pumped. Look at that. That's so good. Jeff Kavanaugh. <laughs> we got a little dance included. Kavanaugh. What's up, baby hey, boy? Uh, I, I too am surprised at uh, KT's rise to adequacy. Uh, I'm equally uh, surprised by the ability of people to hold Mike Soroy down for a good decade, decade and a half. That's right. Uh, I was, was just, I was really impressed. It was tough. I was impressed by your toiling. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have middle, m- minimal ambition, <laughs> and it's pretty easy to go in for a couple That's hours a day, ambition. crack a few jokes, and then I mean, bitch about it. And then, and then <laughs> you stay at something for 10 years. That's not minimal ambition, man. <laughs> Mike, what have you brought to the show today? 
nothing. Uh, you just you say good? something, then I'll say something. Yeah. That'll be good. Nine fifty nine to twelve oh one, and then I go home kicking a can. Oh, I'm not appreciated. I am yes. excited to be here at a station where it is welcomed for me to do an entire twenty to twenty five minutes tomorrow. By the way, our show name is Chuck. Oh, we're going with Chuck. Because uh, I like that. That's a good word. That we didn't like. Um, and I'm excited because like at this Glenn better. Yeah, Glenn's good. Glenn's good. Glenn's, oh, talk. Oh, Julie, you're not here yet. Oh, yep, you're, you're not, not even here. a person. Just settle yet. down over there. No, no, don't. No, not at notice? the table, Carlos. Did you notice how quiet I was while KT was being KT? All right, let's just do it. Can we do it? Because she's just she's freaking. Sorry, Julie Dobbs. She needs all. It's the secret weapon. The secret weapon Sorry, of Dad. the revolution, sure. a beacon of light and love in any room she enters. It is Julie Dobbs. Oh, thank you. Yes. What about Kenneth? 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 Yeah, no, for the name be, of the show. Got to be one syllable. One time, I had a beer bong named Kenneth, <laughs> and I've been wanting to name something Kenneth ever since. Dude, tomorrow at seven. Get another Kenneth. beer bong. I feel like this is the perfect opportunity. <laughs> had a beer bong named Kenneth. Yeah, I did. That's had a amazing. beer bong named Kenneth. Stupid idea. We wore him out. Uh oh. <laughs> from, from 7 to 11, <laughs> Kenneth. From Sorry, 3 Mom. to 7, Glenn. Okay. We're in good shape. In. Let's drive them insane and not never say the actual names of our shows. Well, we're going to have to rename the show in between us. And I think we probably need a there girl's name just to even it Donna. out. Sue. <laughs> Donna. Sue. Or let's Sue. just keep changing them. Donna. <laughs> a show named Sue. Ah, the new lineup. I Kenneth, like Donna, and Glenn. <laughs> I mean, they want us to, like, push it and do anything, do anything you want. All right. Yeah. Wait till you hear Frank at night. Yeah. At night. Dude, Frank. Frank's come out at night. That's what I heard. <laughs> Julie! Mikey! And then it's it. Fred. I'm just so freaking excited. Yeah. That this is finally here. It's something that we've been talking about, thinking about. It's been making my stomach turn for a couple of months. Um... And it's here. And hearing you guys open this station, open this show today, hearing Mike Reiner's voice, followed up by Mike freaking Soroy, I just can't even handle the amount of excitement, the amount of awesomeness. And then my new best friends here, KT and Jeff, who, by the way, Jeff, I'm still sorry I cut you off. I just had to talk about Kenneth. No, you might as well do it before we do our first show together. <laughs> just get me used to it. I love how she, she had another minute till she gets introduced. Yeah. She just couldn't help. She, yeah. she could have turned her mic on, but she didn't do that. I, she just had to yell. I was un- worried there was going to be some sort of vote. And like I wouldn't have been able to speak until the vote happened. And then <laughs> Kenneth doesn't get a fair, a fair shot of having his own show. Do you think that I enjoyed watching KT talk for like four minutes? <laughs> yeah, and then no, but you, those are the rules. I think it'll all work out in the end. We're all going to have plenty of airtime on the freak. Yeah, so we'll be on 7 to 11, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like to sidebar from the fun just for two seconds. And okay. like, just because of how freaking awesome this is and how cool and how great it's going to be. Because even as somebody who, like, my background before being here, was at um, a station that shall not be named ever. It's okay. top secret information. Mm-hmm. But it was very sports intensive. And when I wasn't working, I listened to you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like I said it like, Mike Reiner, when you talk, I, it could be, you could read a recipe and I would effing love it. 
Oh my and God. We need tomorrow segments. at 440. We need segments yes. <laughs> so bad. Just read a recipe, and it's like I'm Write just waiting. Down. I'm waiting. And when he just stops, it's like, no, no, no. That sounds like a character. Reiner's recipes. <laughs> Give me I another cup of flour. <laughs> One more <laughs> sentence. One more sentence, Mike. Hit oh, it with him. He's magic. Look, human. And Saroy is, you are my favorite listen in radio. That's insane. He's everybody. My favorite, favorite listen that is nonsense. in radio because, like, you are the perfect motto for what we're going to do here, where it's like, hey, what are you guys? Are you a sports station? No. Like, we'll talk about that stuff. We're team having fun. Hell yes. And, like, yes. Just, team having fun. It's gotten larger, be- and you guys are all cordially welcome and invited yes. to be members of team having fun. Find Let me, me lower the drawbridge. <laughs> And invite you to team having fun. Remove the archers first. <laughs> Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Y'all talking dragon? Oh, we can. You okay. want to do a? I just never know when people House go into dragon. dragon. I have no one else no, around here that wants that right to now. talk dragon with me. This, this guy. No, yeah, no, you guys, yes, yeah. but you guys want to all turn your mics off and we'll do. Uh, Wait, you haven't watched Sunday? No, I'm trying not to watch it. I'm going to see if I can Oof. make it through this entire series without ever Oof. watching it. It's cranking up. Yeah, I bet it is. It's but you love Game of Thrones. No, I mean, I watched Game of Thrones. It was okay. Love it? I didn't Why love it. Why didn't you love it? Um, yeah. I'm not one for like things that make me feel like I, I'm about to vomit. And um, I felt like it just continued to try and one-up itself with each episode to the point where the plot kind of loses itself because people are just trying to die and do it with each other. And We're I don't know. It just kind of lost Do what? Me. Do what? The, they're it, trying to trying make to do people what? die and do it with each other. Do what, though? It, Mike. It. But- I think she's talking I, I, I about don't understand. coitus. Yeah. Well, oh. She's referencing coitus. Oh. Donna and Glenn. Like Ronte Delecto. Donna yes. and Glenn walked off to a production, a private production room. Got to cut these live spots. This <laughs> mic's are pretty Donna. Well, I love watching Dragon, and I think Thursdays here on the Downbeat. I have a special guest that'll be joining us uh, to talk about the previous week's episode, and you are more than welcome to join in. So that Mike, what's is he? Gonna Mike is going to do break? nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'm going to leave the room then. Potty. Yeah, maybe I'll Potty have to time. use the bathroom then or something. I want you to listen and actually try to ask Although us I, questions. I will tell you. I will tell you this. I saw a promo for it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Okay. Could happen. Did you watch none of previous Dragon? No. Zero. You mean Game of Thrones? Yes. No. Okay, and none of this either. Obviously. I mean, I tried a couple times, but man, it it just didn't grab me. Really? But this... Okay. Could happen. It's like All right, a Romo well, broadcast. It's like him trying to retire. I don't know. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Well, as part of... <laughs> When you get a chance, ask Skin about Game of Thrones. Skin is my favorite Game of Thrones watcher. He hates Um, it, doesn't he? He doesn't watch. But he would always come in and be like, man, how about when that dragon had sex with the, and like just something that definitely wasn't part of the show, but would pretend he was in. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, uh, do you guys have a show name? Julie? Uh, Um, Chuck. I don't know. You gotta be in charge of this, don't you? It depends. If I can't call it Donna. I, I don't know. I love the name Glenn. I just don't know if it has staying power it in does. the top five market. It does. Two ends. It does. Two ends. We'll would throw say in the extra end for free. Makes it even more exquisite. Yeah, go and with, go with three ends. <laughs> now we're talking. That's our copyright. Glenn. Our copyright loophole. You probably um, get that website we right do, now. We do. We do have a name of a show, guys. But I don't know, Kevin. Do you know the password? 
the password is... Uh, That's the thing. We went with a great plan on a public yeah. radio station of having a password-protected show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. So, Terrible idea. Yeah, it's password-protected. And the tardiest morning show in DFW. Yeah, none of that waking up Which at 5 a.m. stuff. Like 7 a.m., yeah. right? 7. It's Come ridiculous on. to get up and start a show at 5.30, and then everyone's having a measuring contest. No, I'm going to start my show at 5. You watch the TV stations, like, oh, I'm going to start my show at 4. <laughs> Eventually, you're running yeah. into the 10 o'clock news. So, yeah. like, let's just all yeah. start. Next thing you know, they'll be starting at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so let's just start the thing late. We'll start at 7. Yeah, 5.30 is no plan to win, uh, you know, numerous awards and national uh Recognition for being one of the greatest morning shows of all time. That can't work, can it? I mean, I it wanted to go nine to nine. It can all work, Mike. Because I've heard not not Julie, but I've heard you two discussing how you're gonna. What'd you say? Take down the musers by President's Day? Yes, and I was. And then they high Wait, when is President? When's President? February twentieth. Only because I looked when I wrote that joke down. Is it how long? Columbus Day? Are there two separate days? I don't know. One of them, you're not, there's a one of them we have to pretend we don't like yeah. anymore. I don't know which one. I, I know either. KT was saying that. He did yeah. say you heard him oh, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then they looked at each other and high-fived. I'm kind of team Jeez. try my best, so yeah. Yeah. I'm not setting expectations. <laughs> um, but if you wanted to listen to us, uh, our show is going to be called The Speakeasy. Woo! Yeah. Woo! I love it. And I love it. if you have the password... You're allowed to listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's what the password's for because it's a speakeasy. Well, since we haven't given it out, literally no one can listen to us. Like, I don't think it'll even work if you tune in. Yeah, I know. We'll have so to weird. figure out a nice creative way to give everybody in the whole entire world, perhaps universe, the password by tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Because of the ratings. Yeah. We want to get those. Uh-huh. That's and then blame the password confusion. We're going to win. <laughs> we're going to win Mars. <laughs> you know, the ratings are the hardest part. <laughs> The oh, I remember when we were we had I like the, it. I like we had it. text trains going for assorted names for shows and whatever, and we had just settled on the downbeat, and like a few days later, it was you, wasn't it? Yes, Julie it sent a text me. that said the speakeasy, oh, and I these was guys had some at, terrible names at the time. I was I was hammered, but <laughs> I saw were? the speakeasy pop up in the text chain, and I hit the thing where you hold the button down, and I hit the exclamation point. So I was did. like, she's done it! We're done she's here. named the show! He did. And by the way, like, how unreal is it? How cool is it that we are all sitting around texting each other late at night about what the name of a morning show could be? We got yeah. to decide. Yeah, from scratch. Yeah. From scratch. Mm-hmm. They said, this from is scratch. going to be your time slot. What do you want to name it? And we all just went to town. We had fun with it. It consumed my brain. One night, I think I sent out like 50 ideas, most of which were terrible. I couldn't believe that you guys turned down the Jeff Cavanaugh show. <laughs> like, I, I went with it. I tried. Like, he was, when you walked into his house for the first meeting, he was like unbubble wrapping a neon sign that said the Jeff Cavanaugh show. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're good. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. One less thing to worry about, team. Yeah, I had a logo and everything. So that's where that show, that sign over the doorway came from, Yeah, exactly. From, huh? That's why we have it in the office now. To, yeah. so we can all yeah. Font size the 72, the Jeff Cavanaugh show, and underneath, with some others. And font <laughs> size others. You can save that for your OnlyFans account or something. That's <laughs> that the Jeff Cavanaugh thing. Show the late night show. Our board op Matt Cather shares an OnlyFans account with his father, so we're excited to have him as part of our show. Daily segment for sure. We have a board op. Kind of big deal. What'd you check out with your dad? Uh, That's kind of weird, right? You like that one? I didn't click like on that. Uh, uh, Matt's fantastic. Glad to have you. Oh, he's not here. He's not here. Is that true? 
It's just Thanks, KT. Sorry, it's just I was doing it. It's just Kenneth. We are wearing Secret out the dump button history. on day one. Yeah, we are. I just remember when you first wrote the speakeasy, I was like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> you tried to trade us future I tried draft to, picks. I tried to trade you a $50 bill and one uh, poorly behaved falcon. <laughs> That's for a, true. For a straight-up trade exactly for the name to speak easy. Trade. Yes. Good memory. Nobody wanted the damn I told talk. him, throw in Glenn, and I'll bet we could get it. <laughs> throw in Glenn. No, something about it just, I think, really felt right. We At that point, this was our our little secret. You know, we were all talking about this show, this station that nobody knew. What are you guys laughing at? I'm no, trying he's, to he's still Glenn. laughing at Glenn. No, the worst part is because he's still laughing I'm, at I'm Glenn. Stuck, I'm, sorry, I'm speaking from the heart I know, right now. I know, and I, I'm sorry, Jules. Okay. I, but I'm stuck on Glenn. You <laughs> that joke in his house. On Glenn. And I just blinking at me, multiple people. I'm like, I'm just joking. It's dumb to call Anyway, go ahead. Glenn. Glenn starts laughing. Glenn. And the exact thing happened here in the last hour, right? He reused the same joke. He just blinks at me like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And now, can't get it out of his head. That, that's going to be the best part about Glenn. Mike. You just never know what's going to pop into his Glenn. brain and get him giggling. Um, no, we just felt like it felt right, I think. It kind of encompassed what we were going for, which at the time and still is a pretty exclusive kind of little club that only we knew about. Um there's drinking. <clears throat> There's drinking. Yep, we're going to be boozing yeah. every morning from seven to eleven. There's music. There's going to be music. There's going to be. Oh wait, no, KT, you got rid of the music. We do yeah. talk now. The music is on HD. <laughs> you killed too, rock, I'm told. Okay. Oh, like just in general, yeah, so. <laughs> the whole genre. Yeah. For those wondering, rock and roll. For those wondering who like the real brains behind this whole thing was, like if you want someone to be mad at for killing rock in DFW, is Kevin Turner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring it. Yeah. At, Bring it yeah. at KT Fun Tweets. Get on in there. Let's let him, go. Let him yeah. know. Let him hear from you. Let's get in the lobby. There's still wedding concerts. Drown rock in a shallow bathtub. <laughs> Yeah, know, it's hey right. dude, f you, bring back the scorpions. <laughs> and Rock was fighting back. KT had two hands on its throat, yep. pushing it while it was thrashing yeah. in the tub. Like a, an arm with a spiked bracelet came out and tried to grab his collar, yeah. and he put like, it away. It's like He'll the marmot that. in Big Lebowski. Remember him in the tub? <laughs> yes. <laughs> as uh, as my girlfriend once told me, I'd rather get a rise out of you than not. So that's good. So like that's the thing. If you're thinking about it or you're mad, that means you're thinking that's good. Hey, HD two, you can you can get your rock there. I promise right. you. He has a girlfriend. Swear to God. He just dropped the girlfriend. He never bomb. says yep. it. He's hey. always like, yeah, the girl I live with. Leading statement guy. Well, she's over so here. hot. Mike, yeah. Wait till you meet her. She's so hot. Yeah. Uh oh, now look at him. We'll He's do a whole time. segment yeah. later this week here. on KT's girlfriend. Oh no. <laughs> no big deal. Me. I'll trade yeah. you Glenn for. Hey, hey, hey. We, well, have, we have Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> we have Glenn. Proprietary. <laughs> your imaginary boyfriend? <laughs> no, what is, well, no, a show. It's a show. I know, Glenn. but it can also be your imaginary boyfriend. Huh? Um, I'm not into the, what is it? The, I'm not in, I'm more into whatever the wine than the label. Whatever it is when you hook up with imaginary you know? men. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for whatever. Um, but no, yeah, we just felt like it was a good name, and then of course we're we're speaking every morning when we really, really hope uh, and think and know that this is going to be an easy listen for everybody in the mornings. That's what we want. I will be listening each and every morning, starting seven o'clock through eleven. I'm going to throw a challenge flag. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you'll be will more nine thirty. Will I listen tomorrow? Your most magical moment. <laughs> I don't. Think, I just don't feel we were like we're all in here, like bringing you water, giving you a massage for your debut. I was making sure y'all had everything you need. Yeah. We'll see if you guys can wake up. 
Should we call them at like 7.05? I mean, I'll tease ahead. Okay. I told Mr. Reiner here that at 10 o'clock he's on our show tomorrow sitting in that chair. He sure is. And I'm going to text him at like 6 a.m., 7.15, 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Time for some morning rinds. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> We've never heard rinds in the morning. That's right. Just give him one recipe at 10 o'clock. One, one recipe with rinds. Oh, and you uh, you pick what it is. One breakfast food recipe, and they'll be happy. Brisket okay. grilled cheese <laughs> recipe. It is yeah. Julie Dobbs. It is Kevin Turner. It is Jeff Cavanaugh. It is the Speakeasy. It is 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. every weekday morning. And uh, you guys are going to stick around. We'll yeah. have some more yes. fun. Get to know more these fools eh, a little more intimately. Right now, though, you're... You're listening to The Downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Just do it. got to be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. It was a clear black This isn't your part, is it? No. Woman, she was on the streets. This is my guy. My guy. So I could get some phones. Our guy. My guy. That's our guy Donovan. Is Cokeville a real place? I never heard that. Yeah, man. I grew up in Collin County. Where the hell is Cokeville? You in a Cokeville, Mike? Cokeville, yeah. No, Co- oh, Cokeville is a town. No, no, it's in Cope. Wa- I've been to Cokeville. Yeah. <laughs> you have? What? I didn't know that yeah. about you. Uh, it's a town in Wyoming. I, I just Googled No, Cope. I know. I Googled Cokeville. It is a place in Wyoming. Well, you're the one that wanted to call the show Glenn. <laughs> yeah. That's down on Lake Levon, man. Well, Northeast. Don't look it up on your phone and then immediately act like you knew where it was. Nah. Do you ever do that? Okay, no. I'll be at a nice restaurant when there's like a fancy word on the menu. And I'll be like, I know my hot young girlfriend's about to ask me what this word is. So I'll like <laughs> check it real quick. You want to be prepared. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's sauce. It's usually made from, I think, cream, you know? She thinks I'm like, smart. And like, I literally have my phone on my lap. It's a light white sauce. Yeah, a light white sauce. You'll, you'll like it. I think you'll like it. You should moonlight it. as a chef. I know a chef. I know you do. <laughs> he let's, knows what he's let's doing. Let's bring him to the air. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I ran out of jokes. He's ready for the big time, Mike. He only does big holidays. Yeah, well. Yeah, I could have done that. Let's uh, get on his I schedule. I could have called him and had him come up for this. Let's get on his schedule. Feed, feed everybody. Uh, if you're wondering what you're listening to, 97.1 The Freak is the name of this radio station. This is The Downbeat. It is Mike Reiner and Mike Saroy and uh, friends. And we're going to get you 3 to 7 every afternoon. But in the morning, 7 a.m. until 11 a.m., you will have the friends that we have in studio every morning with you. And it is Kevin Turner. It's Jeff Cavanaugh. And it is Julie Dobbs. How are we feeling, y'all? So, 7 a.m. tomorrow. What time the alarm set for? Who, which of the three of you is this the biggest uh, shock to the system, knowing that every day of your life now you're going to be waking up at KT's narcoleptic, so he doesn't sleep. Yeah, Julie has children, so she doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. So the answer and you is go to Cokeville, so you don't sleep. Correct. <laughs> you you frequent have a, a, a condo in Cokeville. Yeah. I've been getting up. Let's just start the rumors right out of the gates here about our friend Jeff. <laughs> Since my way less covered retirement, Mike Reiner's, I feel like, was covered in more depth uh, than mine was. Aww. Ad nauseum. I haven't had to wake up since the end of February. So I generally open my eyes around 8. Okay. Roll out of there around 8.30, 8.45. Go and then for a you walk. ask for cowboy questions at 8. 50? Pretty much. you got to keep yourself relevant. That's a good ship to tie yourself to. <laughs> Apparently so. What's the best cowboy question you got this week? It's usually from Skin Wade because mm-hmm. he'll ask something about canteens or spurs or... <laughs> 
what what happens out on the range. Um, so it's usually those. I've been to Kavanaugh's house once, and he has all these plaques from YouTube congratulating him for his. You get plaques from 10, YouTube. 10,000th. Is that right? No. Last one. Let's try. Wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> Let's try you can do this now. Ten thousand. Th is at the end. Cut that. Cut that. And the beginning. Ten thousand. There you go. Team. Mike Squad. still hasn't done. Yeah, but I'm trying to defer to us. You're a big time host now. You need to be able to say words. Ten thousandth. Not, I think you threw an extra T. Yeah, you did. You did. You got too many T's in there. Wow. Which duck is that? Twenty thousandth. <laughs> oh my God! Why do you, God, use the, why right, you okay, add the yeah. D at the end? I got it right here. Ready? Ten, yeah. Ten thousand. Yeah. Well, okay. I can help Go. you out because it's much plat. easier Are to you? pronounce. My plaques say how many millions of views. Do you have a million views? Six million. Yes, six are you, you going to bring all those views to uh, yeah, the you freak? Tell, you tell them about this? I will. I just I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to tell them all about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. There's six million people right there. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> we're that's good how that here. works. We don't even need we're to pay for advertising. Yeah. I think it's more so like 6,000 people watching literally everything, okay. which is great. We like them. Do you like YouTube, Mike Reiner? <laughs> Not that terribly familiar with it. Do you have a laptop? I mean, well, yeah, have a look. Yeah, I, yeah, I've la- got a laptop here with me. <laughs> I mean, like in, in, in this room right now. In this well, room right now. Why don't you have, yeah, don't you have it? Open you don't need it? I don't know. You got yours out. I don't need mine. He he's got everything in that brain of yeah. his. He doesn't need a laptop. Every lyric, steel trap. Do you ever go look on the YouTube for anything? You know, occasionally when I want to watch a, a like a Roger Maris 61st home run. I did that last night. There you he did. Go. Yeah. He's all over the oh, okay. YouTube. And then yeah. you go straight to YouTube. But no, no, I'm not all over YouTube. I, I don't understand YouTube. <laughs> There's a lot of this world I don't understand. I'll tell you that right now. That's fine. And one of them is YouTube. I'm an old guy. Yeah. And us old guys are not real hip to this stuff because see, we don't have anybody who can like really teach us, mm-hmm. but we realize we got to stay hip. Gotta and the way hip. to stay hip is to act hip, even if you're not hip. Yeah. And that's the heading I fall under. I think there's one really good tried and true way to stay hip, Mike Reiner. What is that? Launch a freaking radio station. Hell yeah. You're the hippest guy around. Look at what you're doing right now. You don't need YouTube. Yeah, look at all the freaking fun I'm having, too. <laughs> Dude, in your age bracket, you are probably the top 1% hip. Oh, there's yeah, but that doesn't right. mean he can find Thursday night football. On yeah, that's right. It doesn't. <laughs> if there's no, no, I can do that. You okay. can do that. All right, can do that. Okay. Okay. I mean, he also sings lead singer in a rock band. <laughs> yeah. And he launched a radio yeah. station. And when he ends sentences with bitches, <laughs> that always helps. Put a stamp oh, on man. it. He's just the coolest. <laughs> and I'm embracing Glenn. So and yep. you're embracing Glenn. Oh, now all of a sudden, by thing. osmosis, Glenn is him. There's no Glenn. <laughs> Every Glenn in the Metroplex is like, oh, finally. Hell yeah. Glenn Lord. is yeah, Somebody's on my side. Yeah, been saddled by this. That's a golf course. <laughs> All right, so speakeasy, 7 to 11. I don't know. What are you guys going to do? Well, you were asking about uh, when it comes to waking up. Because, Julie, what time do you get up? If you have kids, what time do you get I up? I have kids. It just depends on the day. Sometimes they wake me up at 5 and want to play, like shoots and ladders. What? Um, yeah. Really shoots and ladders? Yeah, like they just wake up at 5. They've learned that 
um, if they wake up extra early, they get more playtime before school. No. So it's been mm. kind of painful. Well, at least they don't mm. want to play like Hungry Hungry Hippo because that would just – can yeah, you picture that louder. at 5 a.m.? I <laughs> love <laughs> Hungry Hungry Hippo. I feel like I oh. could rock that at 5 a.m. Oh. But, um, but no, so they wake me up pretty early on a day where they're not doing that. It's like 7-ish. Okay. So I will be on the air at the moment that I'm used to kind of firing out of bed, mm. if you will. I so will. it's going to be a transition, and that's why I think there's a – promo floating around like that first hour is going to be real weird for me (laughs) because i'm used to kind of slowly waking up with about seven to ten cups of coffee and yeah and now i'm going to be on the radio at that time so i don't know what we're all going to get i'm coming in at 8 30 so like i think i think they'll be good if anybody's claiming that it's me julie's going to take that beer bottle stick with that yeah (laughs) stick with that 8 30 chuck starts at 8 30 i don't know what y'all are doing Okay, Wait, are you how calling about you? yourself Chuck? Is this what's happening? No, it's our new show name. If they can do Glenn. Okay, so our show yeah. is Chuck. I didn't know if that was you. My Apple Watch tells me that I get about two My, hours and 45 minutes to guy. three hours, 45 minutes of sleep a night. How about I get less? Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's, and it's a people? bad predicament to, to be in because that puts you in a weird spot. So I'm not so worried about getting up. I'm worried about the 1130, uh, you know. Heading home. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. I mean, I've, I've learned over oh. time as a guy with narcolepsy, you just pull over. Hey, you're good. You just pull over. Do you or feel you... it coming on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel it coming on. But I've discovered over the last three months the cold brew. The cold brew gives me a jolt like none other. And until my brain gets used to that, I'm good. I could probably stay up for about 72 hours. That's that's about when I'll shut down, but I'm pretty good. So you pull over to the side of the road. I have before. You have? Mm-hmm. And what happens then? You go to sleep? Yeah, if I go to sleep for like five minutes, maybe ten minutes, I'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Or, or a random parking lot. That's always very I How about maybe you pull over and you know, like set up a pup tent out there and stay for the next couple of days or so? Yeah. You know? Glamp. Yeah. Glamp. Uh, so lemonade. For safety. Glamp for safety. Um, but over, over time, I've learned how to like manage narcolepsy. Um, which for those that don't know is uh, the same disease that I think Jimmy Kimmel has. Oh. Uh, and he's the most famous guy with narcolepsy. Yeah, yeah. Not, not a lot of other good names, though. Like Ron Jeremy has it, and you don't want to be associated with oh, him. Oh, you used to. Why not? Least. You used yeah, to. Why not? Well, there's some stuff so on him. What about Ron Jeremy? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> on him. Yeah, you don't want to. Okay, so here's what people are going to find out about KT is Ben and Skin call him Teardown Turner. Whatever famous person you name, KT has it cataloged in his brain. He's like, ah, you might not want to bring that guy up. Oh, this is the 2011. Something like it. Yeah, maybe it's a generational thing there, but yeah, it's very similar to that. Like Matthew Broderick. Which, oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Glory. Yeah. What's the matter with him? Well, you know, he uh, was in a car accident that killed someone. Oh. Well, now, he was he, behind the wheel. Tony Stewart did Was that. he at the helm? Dude, the Tony Stewart one's wild. How did no one talk about that? He ran over a guy on a mud track. On yeah. purpose. That happened. It was like allowed to just be free. Yeah. Hmm. Very weird. Do you know, Kevin, because I just brought up a list of famous people with narcolepsy. Who's your go? You know, it's like if I say, hey, what's your birthday? And you yeah. know that you have a, you share a couple. Like, the, I think you'd have these at the ready. Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Ron Jeremy, former University of Texas linebacker Sergio Kendall. <laughs> and he fell down a flight of stairs. name I haven't heard in a while. He fell down a flight okay. He did. Uh, it makes me nervous. He fell asleep standing out on a, um embankment and fell down a flight of stairs? Yes. Wow. Which, look, narcolepsy is weird because 
the way it's That's the segment. because we well, joke about been, it and it's very serious. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there were movies like I think, and it was a bad movie, but Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo oh, yeah. was a movie where he dated a, a chick that was narcoleptic, <laughs> and it was very like, oh, it's funny. It's like, oh yeah, it is a funny disease that I deal with every day. Great, it's real funny, really love it. But over time. You do learn to like make. You can joke about it. It's okay, right? Mm. There are worse things in the world than falling asleep mid sentence. But do you know the other? Oh, <laughs> no. oh okay. Yeah, okay, you're back. He's back. back. Do you know the back. other people on Mike Saroy's list? No. Uh, welcome to the world of narcolepsy, Harriet Tubman. Wow. Oh, I, are we still welcoming her? Because I think she's no longer with well, us. Well, we're welcoming we're her to our Congrats, knowledge. Harriet. All right, here's okay. one, Mike. I bet you're interested in this, Lenny Bruce. Oh yes, the comic. Wow. Yeah. He had it. He was a blue comic, too. Oh, he worked blue? Yeah. Who's like, at a time when that was extremely uncool. That would get you banned. Are we talking 60s, 50s? Yeah. Yeah. He got arrested a bunch, too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. For I think he was into heroin and stuff. Oh, to, keep, to stay awake. You yeah. Know? Teach to stay awake. How about Thomas Edison? Oh. That needs to be near the top of your dang list. He did a thing with uh, something, a light bulb or a he telephone. gave us light. Yeah. He did, I don't think that invented kites. Winston Churchill, because he was always sleeping, he needed some help. Churchill, Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill. What did he ever do? President <laughs> of some sort. And Kurt Cobain. Oh no way! Yeah, Kurt Cobain. Is that that's been confirmed? By Ranker dot com. Yes. I don't yeah. know if it ended well that's for him. That's, a, that's <laughs> the first thing that popped up. When see I, if you can find a list of the famous uncircumcised people. Well, oh, yeah, let's go. Not? I like this. I thought we were saving this for seven thirty tomorrow morning. <laughs> I just thought we were talking. I thought we were don't talking about our all, conditions. Don't give them all our good stuff. I thought we were talking about our conditions, and I just wanted to see who I share it with. It's launch Whoa. day. Let's this roll out lot. the circumcision. This is a lot stuff. to reveal on the downbeat. I feel like this must be password protected stuff. <laughs> that's why I refer to myself as the anteater king. What? I feel like I've heard that. Oh no! Oh, so you're a proud? Uh, I'm a I'm the leader of the foreskin bandit. A proud? What is he yeah. talking about? A proud uncut. This is not hunk? a proper get to know you game. I don't I don't even know enough I about got the you whole to know thing. that. I got it all. Okay. It looks normal when you're ready, though, right? Oh, this is stuff you need to find out. This stuff you need to find out. Our uncut hunks among Listen. us. <laughs> Things about me that, and I like to pronounce the p in pterodactyl. That's true. He loves that okay. fact. All right. I like 446. Before the first dinosaur reference was made. And it wasn't you. And I'm that is Yeah, how about you. that? Yeah, impressive. Christina's right. in on dinosaur talk too. We'll oh, be we all we'll love be a really dinosaurs. strong dinosaur. You know what? Story. I don't yeah. love dinosaurs. You I'll take don't? I'll take you. Oh, I'm, I I respect them, but it's not like it's the thing that I'm into. Did you know T-Rex was a P word? Yeah, I heard you say that before, and I don't no, think I, I agree. And I'm not equipped for this debate right now, but <laughs> he, I think you had him the size of a penguin or something when you were. Oh no, that's the Velociraptor. People think they're okay. scary, but that's not. That's wrong. But don't worry about that either. You know what the most underrated dinosaur is? Allosaurus. Okay. Allosaurus. He was big. He was fast, and he was mean, just like T-Rex. He's a smaller version. Of T-Rex, which means he's a little bit more elusive. Okay. He could, he could cause the larger dinosaurs to miss tackles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. They had those short arms. They couldn't wrap up. They well, it turns out T-Rex was really a nose tackle. Like, he couldn't really run. He didn't really roar. He was just kind of there. He just kind of lumbered around. He took up space. Yeah. I think you, Jeff, clearly have read, read an article about this. Many, and I feel like many. you might be, you know, uh, not telling the exact truth. I don't think the T-Rex was a P. And Mike, <laughs> depends on your definition. You guys can discuss. I mean, are you, 
I'm just saying I, think, I don't I think, think he's... To be shocking, you're saying he's worse off than he, than he was. But I'm sure the T-Rex could wreck shop. I mean, he could take us if we didn't run away, but he couldn't catch us. He just wasn't... so confident in that. He didn't have the quick twitch. Do you blame Jurassic Park for this? Yeah, mostly. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I want to know more about this Allosaurus. Oh, yeah. What's it was just big and mean and fast? Why don't we yeah, know about it? Big, mean, it's so fast, cool. and purple. Yeah. Did it have the, yeah, it was purple. Did it have the fan thing that comes out? When no, it gets no. He, fired didn't, up? He, he didn't have that. He was really a, a kind of a basic um, um, no-frills dinosaur kind of garden variety, but he, yeah. but he was a badass. Why do you yeah. keep saying he? Were there female Allosaurus? He said it was Alice. It was definitely some females. <laughs> Um, yeah, there were probably some females mixed in there, but I, I don't know too much about them. You don't oh, yeah, see, that one females. looks athletic. That, that looks, looks like, like a, yeah. like a yeah. T-Rex with a little maybe yeah. skinny he, lower body. He, like he's a, a yeah. kind of a scaled-down version of it. Okay. I like the one that was like a big turtle and had all the armor on it, whippy with the tail. Yeah. I don't remember its name off Bowser? the top of my head. Bowser? Stegosaurus? No, not Bowser. Oh. Stegosaurus <laughs> had the big old horn. No, that's right? a triceratops. That's okay. Well, I'm are not. We doing, are, we're doing full-blown dinosaur talk right now. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Ninety-seven. I, on the I can do two more hours of this. <laughs> he was having fun already, and now he's like, seemed better than I thought. Well, and the best part about it is talk. Fa- one of my favorite things about radio is you just talk about stuff like that that you literally have no idea what you're talking about, uh-huh. and just ask questions. Uh-huh. And then I say, "Let me hear from you." Uh, was it two one four? Yeah. Do uh, we have our, a phone number? What's yeah. our phone, phone number? number. Do you know? You've got to have the password. Seven eight nine seven. So I believe, unless something's changed, it's seven eight seven thirteen ten. Oh, I don't oh, think no. that. that's Ooh. not it. Wipe What's your it from your brain? Hold on, why not? Let's light, let's light them up over there. Why not? <laughs> yeah, let's light them up. Eight 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 seven eight seven thirteen ten. Let's hear from you. Tell them you were listening to Glenn and you wanted to offer your favorite dinosaur. Uh, it's two one four seven eight seven one ninety seven one. I believe one nine seven one. All right, say it again. I'm gonna write this out. Two one four seven eight seven one nine seven one. Let's cut it off. That's a promo. Right. And be ready. I'm gonna think, be calling for phones all the time and never go to them. I think Ben's mad now. That's what do we right. do? Are we in trouble? <laughs> in trouble with Dad. We are. Whatever. He scolds us on the group text sometimes. Does yeah. he make bring it on down now? Uh, <laughs> I no. think that's skin who goes into that dad is mode skin, on the group and here text. I am once again mixing up Ben and skin, y'all. Okay. This is really oh, hard for me. The other day, and if he was here right now, I would apologize because I was leaving and I had just talked to Skin, and I'm walking out trying to be all like, you know, we're cool, we're good friends now. And I'm like, all right, well, see you later, Ben. Oh, <laughs> and then the whole way home, I was just shaking my head, like, should I text him? Like, I can't believe I just did I just that. This lie, These probably. guys have been so wonderful to me, including me on their fun new radio station. I can't even get their names Gosh. right. Ben and Skin, I'm sure they're used to it. I feel like they might be coming up here pretty soon. I think they are. I yeah, think, I think they, they are. are too. All right, so you guys are going to rock it tomorrow. Seven anti meridian. What's the fair? We got an intro. What do you have planned? I think we're going to replay uh, the intro that y'all played uh, four times <laughs> yeah, for the first segment. <laughs> and yeah. then we're at eight o'clock, and then we'll all be here by then. Yeah. No, because we discussed earlier, it's not a sports segment or a. a station yeah but we're going to talk a lot of sports and when you have Kavanaugh and KT who are like cowboy brains as big as anybody in this area and it's a day or two after a cowboy win it's you know the three and one record is pretty wild I mean I would expect you to talk about that and you absolutely should so that's part of the hybrid fun of this whole thing if it's something that we're super into and if this was a normal Monday show Mike and I 
We would talk Cowboys at yeah, some point. Yeah, it'd be Cowboy today. Monday. We may even throw it in there because Mike has already declared Cooper Rush is better than Dak Prescott. Oh, That's right. God. Sounds right. Don't listen to 7.30 right. tomorrow, Mike. Don't even ask about Luca either. Get ready for all the... Oh, God, I'm worried about oh, the God, Luka. What are we going to do? We the home of the Mavericks. I'm worried yeah, about the... not going to stay. <laughs> no, I'm worried about... <laughs> Stop. Oh, Don't say that. We are never going to get you Darvish back. It's like on the wall. We have 97-1, the freak, written in huge letters. We're also going to have to write, Mike, don't... Just keep yelling that Luca's gonna leave you <laughs> as the second thing and he's gonna ignore. I was told we say ones. what we want. We do. Yeah. No. I obviously what? agree. Mike, to answer your question, I think that our show is super pumped to talk sports when we feel like talking sports and when talking sports is, sports is warranted. Yeah. And you know what the beautiful thing is, Jules? What's Here, that? you can do that. Woo! Hey, damn, do it. Do what we want. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I don't like when an article on a website with a bad interface like Uh-oh. a week ago, says things that are not completely true. Right? That does not define us at all. And that, to yeah. me, is very important to get across to everyone. We're yep. do what we want when we want to do it. And it's cool. And uh, we know what you guys all yeah. like out there listening, right? That's we know some of you are going, well, they ain't talking sports. Why don't I want to listen? They ain't talking sports. Yeah, good. They say they're a sports station. They ain't talking sports. <laughs> I mean, overall, you can't win. There's always going to be someone mad at you in this world at some point when you get into this profession, and that's fine. It's all good. We'll try to make as many of you as happy as we can, and I think we will if you just give us some time. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Sunshine, Kevin Turner. Yeah. The ray of sunlight. <laughs> hope yeah. that guy in that water tower's okay, though. Oh yeah, what? back to Cokeville. Uh, oh, yeah, Cokeville joke. We are going to power rank the um, our sports segment tomorrow. Will probably be power ranking Mike Saroy's different serves in volleyball because uh, I didn't throw you with that. I'm I now did a take competitive rec volleyball player, one uh-huh. of the best in the land. And when I got people out, I, I invite Mike and Christina to be the super subs, and we've never lost. Have not lost. And Mike names all of his serves. Okay. And he like calls his shot each week. Is he shows one of them up. Glenn. No, I have not named him Glenn. That'll be fourteen. I bet this one's the Tommy Lee. I only have thirteen. Well. the was Serving sunken is ship? The, sunken ship was like number eleven. He broke that one out a few weeks. That's back. the depth charge oh, the you're depth thinking charge. of. And I yelled depth charge, and guess what? That thing did fall out of the effing sky. Yeah, that's point number twenty one, I believe. And guess who we won it? We won on the depth. I charge. have thirteen serves, and it's important. It's like in tennis. I mean, you're in a dominant position when you're serving volleyball, tennis. So oh, I think yeah. it's important Ping not pong. to just yeah, exactly, not to just you know fire the same serve over. And and Jeff is very good, but he does have two serves. Okay. Yeah. Nothing have, like you with 13. I have 13. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if so, you have a good serve, you don't have to do anything else the rest of the point. And that's exactly. the key to serving in volleyball and tennis. Well, Mike's got more years on me, so he's had time to tinker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. his body's slowing down a little bit, so he's got to get a little mm-hmm. more creative. Pretty athletic it. build. My go-to serve when um, it's just a regular point is the wet hornet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that one's consistent. What happens on the wet hornet I, serve? Not don't ask questions. Is yeah. it a wet ball? I can't. Well, I want to know too. Well, I'm Come not going to describe each and every you one of them. You I mean, the you'll know why not. You'll you, know it when it hits you. You're sitting there talking teeth. about how you got all these serves. So tell us about them. You'll yeah. hit when it hits you right in the chest. Talk the big game. Rapid Rapid fire. You can't back name, it up. Name them all. The Rapid wet fire. hornet, the depth charge. We have the blunderbuss, uh, Spanish fly. You know that one. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. Blitzkrieg. Yeah. Koala diaper. That one was nuts. The Mexi melt. Yeah. Koala diaper. Yeah. Oh, dude, the Mexi Melt comes in good on a hot summer day. That's the summer. They're worn down. Yeah. Yep. The Human Torch. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Mexi Melt is the one he does right before he runs for the restroom. <laughs> what else? We got the down right. payment. Yeah, of course. That's oh, kind yeah. of a uh, – Copenhagen's Best. <laughs> I learned that one. What? <laughs> you are an interesting uh, have, beast. And then when you get toward 
18, 19, 20 <laughs> points, you're going to start wanting uh, to bust out the, the sure things. Yeah. That's when you hit him with the Sword of Damocles. Yeah. If you want to get cute and, like, show off, it's the bonsai tree. Yeah. And then, like, league on the line, this is it. It's time for the Fibonacci sequence. Okay. Yeah. I'm already yeah. intimidated. But, I mean, most solid volleyball players, I think, have, have at least 7 to 10 good serves. And I only pointed out your shortcomings um, to inspire you. Yeah, I can bring you one more. of my championship T-shirts if you just need some. Well, stuff. I think I oh my gosh. earned we one last season. Adults hand volleyball smack talking going on. <laughs> Mike Ryder, can you please I tell me how to the I feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> What's next, pickleball talk? You are listening to The Freak, 97.1, The Freak. If you have found us, then congratulations because you are in on day one. Day one of what? I don't know, but I have a feeling it's going to be something really, really good. Hell yeah. And something really, really fun and something you're going to really, really like. And we're glad you're here, for sure. What we're doing today is flitting madly about the freak roster as it stands right about now and visiting with everybody so that uh, you might be able to get to know us. We might be able to get to know you. We just got done with our morning show. You heard them, Julie Dobbs, Kevin Turner, Jeff Cavanaugh. The speakeasy. The speakeasy. Seven to eleven. Yes. And when you and I founded and purchased this radio station, we're like, all right, we got them locked down. That's mornings. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do middays? What do we do eleven to three? We thought long and hard about this. I mean, let's face it. This is a big investment for us. Yes. A very, very sizable Mostly chunk of our sweat equity on my end, but well, actual money for right, you. Right, right. A very sizable chunk of my amassed personal fortune <laughs> yes. has gone squarely into this the thing. Small remainder that you didn't blow on NFTs last summer. Right. Which you called me endlessly about, and I'm like, dude, I don't have to tell you. 97% yeah. down. Yeah, thanks for the help. I but appreciate it. We that. settled on what we think is the perfect midday show here on The Freak, didn't we? We sure did. We sure did, and we are very pleased to introduce them to you right now. Actually, probably what should happen is we should turn that around and have them introduce us. They're the non-strangers here. We're the outliers. We'll pretend they're strangers. First up, the Prince of Post Maneuvers, the guy behind the guy who just knocked out that one guy. It is Ben Rogers. Ben Rogers is this man's name. Ben, welcome to The Freak, my friend. We're proud to have you. Have you ever done radio before? You know, I've dabbled. I've dabbled, looked into it a little bit. And, uh, man, i got to say, this is a day that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And it's incredibly special to be on Glenn now, something that I have aspired to do for the last couple hours. You know, just dreaming of one day being on Glenn. And I'm right on top of Glenn. And I'm putting my words inside of Glenn. Right now, kind of in a way, but, uh, no, the freak, uh, this is such an exciting day and, and man, just listening to the way you guys started the show, um, you know, Ryan's with, uh, everything you said, I had goosebumps listening. I'm, I'm so 
unbelievably excited about the adventure we're going to go on. And you're going to find pretty quick I'm overly sentimental guy. So uh, skin will balance that out. But I got chills. I got goosebumps. I'm I'm so excited and uh, just honored to be a part of this squad. We are honored to have you on our station, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Yes. Thank you for your courage. And he's too. not going to be doing the show alone. He demanded someone whose name kind of rhymes with his, which because I don't – I'm sure you guys have been through this a thousand times. I don't even think they rhyme. Uh, it is the man who rode the red horse of death straight to the glue factory, multimedia superstar that enjoys what I'm told are the world's most boring documentaries. It's Jeff Skin Wade. And this is the effing song he picked. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It's a classic, but don't you have to wait to get to them? I don't. <laughs> Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody Hi guys, there he is. All right, now I take it back. Great choice on your song, dude. I was sitting in there uh, next to that engineer I've never met, and I was confused by Mm -hmm. just listening to this station happen, and I had the most gigantic smile on my face. It's been perfect, and then I just was listening to the magic of you guys mixing with the morning show, and I'm like, how are we going to go in there and be as fun as what we've already heard? And I'm thinking I've got it. I'm going to give you guys a day-by-day, blow-by-blow of six weeks of having my neck radiated. It is a hilarious story. You guys are going to love every second of it. I can't believe the freak is on the air. Right? Yeah. I can't believe the freak is on the damn air. It feels weird. It feels good. We did it. We I will admit, before we get to our third person, that, Ben, you said you're overly sentimental, and I will admit this right now. On the way here, uh, I did crank up the uh, the waiting by Tom Petty, and I listened to it on a loop, and I had not a big one. I had a little bit of a sports cry. Sweet. I really had a moment, because I've been super nervous about this, like tons of anxiety, and we'll talk about that down the road, but... Like this morning, I woke up and I'm just, I felt nothing but great. I was like so excited and I had a nice little sports cry. I went full volume on the waiting and it just felt really good. So the fact that we're doing the damn thing is just unreal. Yeah, we're past the waiting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you're not supposed to drive with those Falcons, by the way. You're supposed I, to have them in a cage. I have a, you're listening to that song at full volume with a volume with a, one of those gloves on holding the phone. I'm holding in the passenger seat though, not out the window. That, That'd be inhumane. I want to tell you something though, because you're talking about anxiety and you know Julie was talking about how much fun this has been, like trying to craft this thing and everything that's gone into it. And there was a moment where I was in that next room. And hearing uh, Mike Reiner laugh about the show being called Glenn, and then a few moments later, you're running down your list of all the names for your volleyball serves, and I'm like, this is exactly what we had hoped that this thing would sound like. In the first two hours, it already sounds exactly like we wanted it to sound. This is this is so much fun. It's incredible. And uh, Ben and Skin, uh, focus groups have proven just the two of them tend to be slightly off-putting, and like, they're good. They're okay. He's right. But you don't get to work at... 
14 different radio stations if you don't turn some people off. So we've had to find a way to solve that. There's something wrong here. (laughs) We don't know what it is, but we're going to find out. (laughs) We've worked, hopefully we don't find out because we've worked long and hard to find the perfect softening agent that uh, brings a smile to both their faces and mine pretty much every day. It is the praying mantis of middays. Ramble on she will. The knee-bucklingly beautiful and one of the most incredible people I've ever met. It is the always lovely Christina Ray. The always lovely Christina Ray. And you coined that. That's right. I did. I sure did. And that's not a intro, by the way. No, there's no one questioning this intro. That was very sweet. No, of course. Well, it's not a joke, and you guys mentioned it all the time. How, And I told her this when she first started with you guys. I'm like, I mean, you sound great, you sound perfect, but the one thing I can tell with Christina that I'm jealous of, that I wish I had, was you can tell that she's smiling when she's talking most of the time. <laughs> like, and it's just such a happy thing to listen to. And like, I know her, uh, well in person, and I know that she's usually smiling in the real world, but to hear her with you guys, and you can tell that she's smiling, and like, just happy to be there and happy with what she's saying, it's just very infectious. All so. right, let's go back a little bit. Yep. We need to get her on our show. You know Mark. her, no. wait a minute, wait a minute. You know her well in I know person. Her well. Yes. We've how, worked very closely. In, how? In, what, what's your last name again? Working off the scenes to get 97 The Freak <laughs> on the air. And we've, you know, we've worked intimately on this project. Oh. And um, David. Just happy that, I'm happy that we're, we're all here together. I've seen his volleyball serves uh, firsthand. I was there when they all happened. Dude. And she knows them now, too, so I, I hit one. I mean, So oh. she can identify them? Most people can't identify him, but I'll hit one and it's like, oh, another ace. Yeah. Uh, I think I can pick out the wet hornet when I see it. Okay, the wet hornet. Because it stands out. When you get hit by it, you're like, oh, right. that was a wet hornet. But it, it, I dropped the Fibonacci sequence and she turned around and she's like, Fibonacci sequence. Like, I, I, I knew it. I called for it. I didn't think it was ready. I'm like, Those flashcards paid off handsomely, <laughs> yeah. man. You sit her down and, okay, honey, work on these. But she has to know like, if they do get a hand on it where the ball's likely to go. It's like yeah. a doubles team. So she knows she shifts left if I'm dropping the Fibonacci sequence. Unlikely to be returned, but if it does, it's going to be left side. Yeah. <laughs> she knows that. That's what a good team do. does. Look uh, at you guys. What are you doing? Well, one thing, I'm glad I heard that the dump button works. You had to use that earlier already on the first day? Not for a cussy, though. Yeah. It's for surprises. Okay. okay. That but gonna still, be, um, that's something the best else way that to... I said that I shouldn't have revealed <laughs> later in the show. <laughs> that's Damn the it, best Michael. way to test it but out. But I wasn't working blue. Yeah, not yet. Dump buttons apparently work. Cool. Yeah. Good, Good to know. So we got that going for us. Yeah. We, they got, look... that, we got that and Glenn going for us. Yep. Our <laughs> dump buttons look like they're part of a game show. I mean, that's the biggest dump button I've ever seen. It it's huge. Well, it sure it is. And there's, it's not connected to anything, right? I don't know, man. It just makes a buzzer in there so nor, or, uh, Groobs hears it and he dumps everything. <laughs> Can we say that? Well, if you hit it, will it light up? No, no. it doesn't light up. Oh, we'll get engineering on that to make sure the dump button lights up when we yeah. hear it. Yeah. What's up, guys? We're doing the damn thing. Look at us. Yeah. We, we are. We made, uh, it. We we made, made it, it to the airwaves. We made it to the airwaves, and uh, there's, there is no better way to start this thing than to hear Mike lay it all down the way that he did. But uh, there's been a lot of work that's gone into this and a lot of prep and planning and creative you know, brainstorming sessions, and it just feels really good that it's on the air and it sounds like this. And, you know, uh, not to get all sentimental, but... Ben will tell you the same thing. We are really, really happy that KT gets his own show for two reasons. One, he's the to hardest. To get rid of him? To get rid of him. Yep. Because yep. he works so hard, it makes me and Ben look bad. But also, it means <laughs> a much bigger opportunity 
for Christina to demand some real estate and uh, she uh, earned it and and it's time for her to shine a little bit brighter. So this is really big. I'm going to try my best because KT doesn't sleep. So he kind of works like 24 seven and I actually sleep like a normal person yeah, and snores like crazy. No, I don't <laughs> snore. Um, but yeah, so wait, I'm going to try wait, my best. How would you know that? Oh, excuse I me. I know. I'm sorry. I had. I was just so guessing. I can. I can tell. I can look at. I something. look like a snore. You look like a snore. <laughs> Dude, she does. Ben and I have traveled with KT a lot because he was our producer at the old station. You go to Super Bowls and training camps and all this stuff. And without fail, within five seconds of getting in the rent car, KT's asleep. Really? Yes. It's so weird. I mean, every single time. We just look in the back, and there's our son, KT, and he's already sleeping. <laughs> it's 3 in the afternoon. He's just got that thing that narcoleptic people have that the second he sits in the back of a car, he is out. God, I wish I had that. I know. <laughs> what, see, oh, I don't want to bring it back to you, to Glenn here, but you mentioned uh, KT was like, oh, whatever, I sleep two and a half hours a night, something. You're like, you said that might be more than you. What's your deal? I don't know. I just can't. You can't sleep? Never have. Sleep? Never have. Can't go, can't stay. Really? That's not healthy. Have, have a you hard know? time going, and when I do go, I can't stay. What was your sleep schedule last night? Um, I probably got uh, maybe three hours. That's it? Yeah. Is that normal for you? Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, from when to when? Um, Probably about midnight, 1230. And at three, by 3.30, I was... Gaining consciousness and tossing, turning, trying to go back. Couldn't. Really? Yeah. Is it because you have to go TT? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm serious. No, it's not because I have to go TT. <laughs> First full repeat. First full repeat, Ryan's. I didn't know we got him. We got him, too. If I have to go TT, I'll just get up and go. Thank you. You have to wake up for that. Yeah, you do. That's okay. Ben will just go right there in his bed. Yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. He wears a koala diaper. I admire yes. that. Yes. I admire that. It's liberating. <laughs> no, I, I'm uh I'm in awe of this. I, I Skin and I were in there listening to the, the beginning of your show and we're looking at each other going, Is this real life? Is this really happening? <laughs> and there was a so I gotta tell you guys this. So I at some point along the well, just to go way back, Skin and I first got on radio by we worked at Fox Sports 1190, and we BSed our way into doing the Mavs post-game show on the ticket. We did a little Saturday fill-in, and, and when we were at the station, I would just pray that Mike Reiner would, like, say hi to us or something. Like, I, I would pass him in the hall, and I would be yep. shivering in fear. Look at Christina nodding to that, too. Oh, I, think- I am, and I'll, I'll let Ben finish because I definitely want to extend on right? that. Right? No, but, go ahead. Well, like, when I filled in for traffic at the other station – and you were like right across from me looking at me. I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this traffic report. And Mike Reiner is staring right through me. Um, so it's just an honor to be in yeah. the same room, like working with you officially. You. Well, the pleasure is all mine. And I want you all to know, I was probably going through my a-hole phase back then, but I'm well past that now. It wasn't meant I'm to a nice be intimidating. Guy yeah, I don't think you meant no, to be intimidating. I, it's just the fact that you are who you are. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a powerful thing. It's hard know, for me to get my head around. Well, we just have <laughs> immense respect, and so you're in the big leagues. You're like in the same hallway with Mike Reiner. That's a big deal. But you know, we were just doing Saturday stuff and vacation fill-in, and there, if we had stayed there, we'd still be doing vacation and Saturday shows, and we hit. But we knew we had to leave, you know. And so when I left the ticket, or when we left the ticket. I personally stopped listening because the in the early on the early stages I can remember P 
P1s going, oh, you sound just like the ticket and you're, you're copying them. And I'm like, this is the only radio I've ever known. And so I didn't want to be influenced by it. So I just stopped listening to it. I wanted us to kind of create our own thing. And, um, we've been on the run because that's the last time I was at a station where all day, every day I wanted to listen to whatever was on. Mm-hmm. And we've worked with some great hosts. I mean, hell, we wouldn't have met Kavanaugh had we not gone to the fan. We had fun at ESPN, but we always dreamed of this. Like, what if we could put together a bunch of talented people who are just friends and all they do is BS about whatever they want? We assumed the only way we'd be able to do it is to find investors, buy a radio signal, and start one from scratch. And if you know something about Ben, he really put some efforts towards that. Like yeah. that was seriously in play at one point. We 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 almost bought um we almost bought the one oh three three ESPN signal. We looked into it, not our money, obviously. We Christina's money. Christina's yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. But we had investors lined up and we were gonna go that route and it just we just couldn't afford it. It was it didn't make sense. And then we met uh the people here at iHeart. And we had we signed a deal here four days, five days. We met someone Thursday and signed a deal on Tuesday. And then we really? put starting wow. that station on hold. Yeah. And so we thought, okay, well, we'll never we'll never be able to do that, but this is a great company, let's go work there. And as this thing came together, we were like, Man, this would be even better than our original plan because if if we could have just an absolute, you know, incredible iconic signal like ninety seven one and we had programming folks that bought into the idea of let's just have lifestyle talk and we could assemble a, like a team, an all-star team of talent. We started to see, hey, this might come together. And, and, uh, when skin was fighting cancer, when Ryan's came in, uh, and filled in for him, I was like, it was kind of like, it would be like having a bullpen session with Nolan Ryan. And when you think he's retired and it, or your hand hurts because the fastball is coming in so fast. And I was like, Boy, he ain't done. He's lighting up the radar gun. And I started asking him, I was like, would you do like a segment a week? He was like, maybe. And uh, maybe I'd do more than that. I don't know. I was like, oh, and I called Skid. He called Skid. me. I was like, dude, dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's a chance. There's a chance. Skin's like, I'm doing radiation, but yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Taking calls yeah. during radiation. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole slew of larger stuff to worry about, right. but yeah, cool. <laughs> and you just look out there and you're like, okay, well, what if you could get the old gray wolf? And you look around and you're like, there's so many really talented people that you love to listen to that are not currently employed at a radio station. They'd either left the business disenchanted, never really got the opportunity they wanted. And you could kind of see, wait a second, we could have the signal. We have the programming folks who would believe it. Um, and who would go for it. And man, what if we could assemble a super team? And boy, it was, it was from that minute on, it was like, is this really going to happen? And then today it was like, is, did this happen? It's still it, happening. It should be said that, uh, big time radio executives, uh, tend to put more, uh, credence in something that Mike Reiner is going to say than something Ben and Skinner are going to say. So getting Mike Reiner not involved, true, not true. getting Mike Reiner involved in this is is extraordinary. Yes, yeah. that's, that's how this happens, man. It's just well, so cool. You guys did the heavy lifting here. There's no doubt about that. You guys are the ones who did the heavy lifting, and to hear this story about how quickly this came together, man, that just does not happen in this business. Kudos to iHeart, man. Kudos to iHeart for sure. Patrick Davis and Jay Shannon, every, Priscilla, everybody, but. We've tried to, we tried to steal the Saroy boys before. I was thinking about that this morning. And they, 
they were very nice to us. We played a round of golf, and they were like, "I right, go f yourselves." And we're like, "Okay, <laughs> see you guys later." Do you remember that, Mike? Uh, yeah, I do. At the we played at the tribute. Do you remember? And I the remember wind? Ben had a jo- a jar of Vaseline that he would rub on the, his driver. <laughs> oh, that's right. Never forget. Would, yeah, which would try to like eliminate spin, which is without question Mike cheating. Very legal. Well, hold on. And he's we, greasing I, up the. I think Mike will appreciate the story. <laughs> Tell the story of. All right. <laughs> So I, I hate golf. Like I can't control what the I can't control the ball. It slices so badly for me. So somebody had told me, man, just put Vaseline all over the face of the driver. And I hadn't really even I don't know golf well enough to know how bad that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like carrying Vaseline and just putting it all over the face of my driver. And uh we'd gotten to know Derek Holland pretty well, as mm-hmm. everyone in Media would. And and Derek's like, Hey, after your show, we were on ESPN. Come play golf with me. And what was that course? It was like Las Colinas. Yeah, yeah. He he lived right off the Four Seasons. Okay. And so we go out there to go play, and he goes, oh, by the way, Mike Maddox is going to be there, right? He's okay. the pitching coach at the yes, time, right? Yeah, he was pitching oh, coach yeah. at the time. And he, I go, why do you say it like that? He goes, ah, oh, it's kind of like Dad's going to be there. And I'm like, the fun police. I'm like, oh, man. So I go, oh, whatever. I don't really know him very well. And he goes, well, he's just going to golf at such a fast pace. He'll just finish his hole and go on to the next one and leave everyone on the green. I'm like, really? So anyways, we start golfing and he, you know, he, Derek's like, just don't interact with him that much. It's all good. So we're just, he's kind of grumpy guy, you know, whatever we're playing and he starts taking an interest in my mechanics, like wanting to help me because okay. it's ruining his day watching me hit a golf ball. <laughs> yeah, I speed you up. Right? Yeah. You know, and the pitching coaches are either a psychiatrist, a counselor or a mechanic or an engineer, right? And so I guess he's thinking, I can fix if I get this fat guy to do this with his foot. <laughs> and so I'm on this tee box. He has no idea the face of my driver is covered in about an inch of Vaseline. <laughs> And he goes, Ben, uh, look, here's what you gotta do. You're, you're off balance here. He, he, he gets down on a knee oh, like no. a catcher. And he's grabbing my golf club and doing the motion with it. And he puts his hands, he gotta do this with a club face and he sticks it in the Vaseline. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what is this? <laughs> and so this was the, this was terrible. I go, well, Derek Holland told me to do it. Immediately so now, blame someone else. And I'm blaming his pitcher right. on his staff for telling me to put Vaseline on something to compete in sports. And he just looked down frustrated and walked to the next hole. Lesson over, and he's done with you. Uh, Did it actually help a little bit? I don't. I, don't I can't know. say I've I, ever I, done I, it. I, never, I would have kept playing. With just smash the ball if it's uh, the club head is covered in Vaseline. So it made no difference. I mean, it it does a weird thing. Like you, if you hit a golf ball and your club's covered with Vaseline. It just whirls off of there, and right when it's about to start peeling off to the right and slicing, it just kind of does something weird. It's almost like a knuckles, knuckleball. Knuckles back. It's just... I don't think you get a lot of run on the ball. No, it's it just stops. Yeah. Is it weird in a good way, or... I mean, I didn't. It wasn't good enough to get me to keep playing golf. Like if golf was here, I would punch golf in the face. Like I, I, oh, I golf is here. Oh, <laughs> I just wish I was good at golf. It's so hard to keep that ball from slicing off. Yeah, you have to play all the time yeah. to get good yeah. at golf. That's yeah, that's the trouble with golf. You have to play it. How yeah. are we here? How are we here? Why are we here? The trouble. I support your golf. Thank you. Uh huh. And she's come out and golf with me, and it's beautiful. You Wait. ride around the cart. Yep. That's the dream, having the girl say, "I support your golf," because most dudes are fighting that entity. Most dudes are using golf to get the hell out of their house right. for five plus hours. I'm what? sorry for the average round of golf, which is nine hours. <laughs> All right, that's right. Well done. Wink. Yes. Okay, but a we, whole day. We uh, we loved the Saroy boys, and we pitched them. We were trying to get them to come over many years ago and join us on another station, and they were very nice to us and said no, thank you. 
And we could have asked him again this time. Uh, but it wasn't until we got the great Mike Reiner on board. That's a very different phone call. When you get a, a call from Ben and Skin, it's a little bit different getting a call from yeah. the great Mike Reiner. That's a quick side of the phone, click, yeah. send a voicemail. <laughs> Ooh, not going to take this favor I'm call. golfing right now, boys. Sorry. Yeah. golfing. My hour eight of today's round. Hey, man, can we get a discounted video from Cash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll ask him, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but when Reiner calls, you do the look, think about it. All right, I'm... <laughs> Headset off, Xbox controller down, fine. <laughs> the teens can wait. Yeah, hiding a bush on Fortnite. And... <laughs> All right, Mike, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Well, I couldn't be happier for one. Mike appears to be about as happy as I've ever seen him, and I can't believe we're doing this damn Man, thing. Man, this is awesome. Yep. This is awesome. This is better than I thought it would be, and I thought it would be pretty damn good. I think over the long haul, and as far as standing the test of time goes, I think we got a real chance to do that. And couldn't be happier to be here, man. I'm so glad that I got included in this. You're listening to 971 The Freak. We have Ben, we have Skin, we have the always lovely and beautiful Christina Ray. They'll be joining us. You're listening to The Downbeat. Thumbs up for Mike. I think being on a new radio station, 97.1 The Free, certainly makes you glow, but you mix that with a little Steely Dan. You're over the top there. His head's about to explode. That's right. That was one of Mike and I's first dates. Was yes, the, uh, it was. Uh, the, uh, it was. One of the first times we made out. That's right. <laughs> what, what, I didn't just say that, did I? <laughs> but we knew it. It is Mike Reiner, the legend, returning to radio each and every day, 3 to 7 p.m. here on The Downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. And the show before ours will air from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. And that will be Ben Rogers, Skin Wade, and Christina Ray. And they are joining us in studio right now. Dudes, milady. What's up? Nothing. I'm looking at you. Well, what? he ended it with milady. Yeah. yeah. He's talking to you. He's talking yeah. to you, homie. Yeah. Oh, am I supposed to say something? Yeah, well, you are. I don't, I don't know what else we need to say. I am very curious about, uh, do you ask her out on dates? Ask Christina. Okay, full disclosure, I am in a committed relationship with Christina Ray. Yep. What? Sitting right across from me. A right committed now. relationship. Oh, no. Now, exactly what is that? <laughs> Every time it comes up, this guy <laughs> he spins in his chair. What a good teammate. He's like, intimate knowledge, huh? It's my girlfriend. Do you, you run this by HR? Uh, no. Somebody actually asked me about that. That's Do a we great need question. to sign stuff for that? I don't want to sign. I don't know. You tell us. No, find out. Like, you guys said there's that limited. That doesn't sound very committed. I don't want to sign <laughs> yeah. stuff. I know, right? You guys said there's limited oversight here. <laughs> yeah, there's very limited oversight. Yeah. <laughs> we talking about what things. we want, when we want, we hook up with who we want, <laughs> when we want. <laughs> Station liner right there. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. I, no, I'm curious. It's like uh, when you've been with someone for a while. I don't, Ben. Do you ask your wife out on dates? I have to, just because otherwise scheduling we won't get it done. They have three kids. What the hell are they doing? That sounds terrible. Too many, too many kids. The day he came in and said Cat's pregnant again, I was like, Oh my god, I don't think I was involved in that. <laughs> but I was like, Why are you having a third kid? And she's great. We love Grace, yeah. but man. Dude, the idea is to get them out of the damn house, and yeah. you're like, oh, let's have another. That's fair. <laughs> One more anchor. One more anchor. 18-year anchor. Oh, yeah, college seems cheap these days. No, I don't. We don't. I don't ask you on dates. No, not no, really. No, we just kind of figure out what the plan is. Yep. 
hey, find a place to eat. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like yesterday, what the plan was, leave, leave my house. I'm freaking out. Yeah. I have to watch football. I don't know. Right. We're going to fail tomorrow. Do you, do you guys, uh, so do you open the door for her? He does. Like the car door? Car Not door the passenger car door. But restaurant door. I mean, like any normal door. I, I, I try to be very polite and in full disclosure, I'll open the door for anyone. Um, but certainly I think I try for her, but I'm not like over nerding it with the car door. That's, that's a bit much. He I've seen, do you practice the open door policy? <laughs> oh, this is a good question. Oh, I thought you had a different good question. That was it. That was it. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> do you go the open door policy? Oh, in like, uh. Produces. No. Why not? No. Neither of us Why do not? that. Why not? None of us do that. <laughs> if you're home, that, that committed a relationship. Right. It's whoa, not. whoa, whoa. <laughs> for the open door policy? If you like. If you want to institute the open door policy, I'll tell you something. If you were really committed, that's the way it would be. Okay, I'll tell you something that she'll probably get mad at me for. Go yes. ahead. What are you going to do? We okay. have separate bathrooms. Yeah, we have separate. Okay. Do y'all, do y'all ever anyway. use well, together all, and leave she, the doors open? <laughs> no, she doesn't do that anyway. That's right. When you exactly. first asked about the open door yeah. policy, I was not thinking of the dirty, that dirty deed. I was thinking of a different, more intimate moments that are shared between. Oh, like a freak show thing? Yes. Right the freak. On. And she has a great dog named Hendrix. Mm-hmm. He's a sweetheart. And I have a dog named Simon. They get along great. They're cool. Simon, all he cares about is our attention, getting us love. Touch me, please. Do you not love me anymore? Please, God, touch me. He's a great puppy dog. He's a he sweet puppy dog. And he'll butt check you. He just wants his butt on on top of whoever the guest is. He's incredible. Her dog, Hendrix, an absolute sweetheart. But all he cares about is feed me. <laughs> food. Hmm. All, all I want is food. Yep. And he knows he's not supposed to eat Simon's food when it's left out. Wow. Like if we're in the living room, it's kind of right behind the couch and we can hear it, you know. I know. Like he'll try it sometimes and be like, well, like Hendrix, no. And he immediately stops. He's like, I wouldn't do anything. You know, it's all good. That's impressive. But if. That is impressive. I got three dogs that are on top of each other at all times trying to get each other's food. Yeah, no, no. This is a, there's a complete cutoff. They both understand the rules. Hendrix listens very well. Hendrix listens very well, yeah. but if he thinks there's a moment of opportunity, he's going straight for the food bowl. Yep. And he, without question, has learned <laughs> that if it's, uh, bedtime, and he even hears like a canoodling in its mildest form, like even if we just have a nice smooch. Yep. The second any Noise that may be associated with that starts. He sprints out of the room and runs straight to the dog bowl and knows that we are yeah. going to be occupied. All right, I got three minutes. Let's go. Three, ten minutes. Three minutes. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. He has. He That's knows, amazing. He, he, and it's so consistent. He knows that his window of uninterrupted food time is now opened. Yeah. Because even if we're like, Henry, no, stop. You know, he. He is in the other room pounding food. Boy, that's a smart dog. Yeah. Yeah. Pounding food. Their eyes are locked in on one another, and he's checking his dog watch. I'm about to get in there and get some grub. And he kind of like plays the doofus, but in that sense, he knows exactly what's going on at all times. So open door policy for that. Okay. My long answer. That that and only that. That and only that. She's great, though. Look, we're in the phase of where she's adorable with like everything I do. Like, she'll come over, and Ben, you know this, the curse of Fortnite that we both suffer from our yes. many addictions. It's right near the top. And she's, she'll sit down, no, no, keep playing. I love this. 
She's because like, you make it fun, though. Like, your yeah. commentary while you're playing is the funniest thing ever. And I'm glad you're back on radio so I can actually share that with people because right. I felt so selfish. I'm like, I'm here with my own Mike Soroy show. <laughs> like, it's the best. So, seriously, when I say I enjoy watching you play Fortnite, I do because you cute, make it fun. Like, no, play again, play again. It's like, you finished 49th. Right. Like, yeah, not bad. Top 49. There's something amazing about Christina in that she is the the perfect gal to hang out with dudes. Uh, she, and this, me and Ben picked this up really, really quickly. And when there was talk about, all right, we're going to have additional shows, we're going to do different things. Uh, there was this mandate put down very early that under no circumstances, unless she wanted to, was she going to leave our show? Mm -hmm. Like she is the perfect ride or die chick. Uh, and so, and that was thrown down by who? That was thrown down by Ben and Skin. Okay, like there was no, okay. there was so going flimsy then. Not there real, was, not yeah, real. it wasn't <laughs> ironclad. We were shoving KT out the door, but yeah. man, you cannot take her from us. Well, well I have bad news. I have an announcement that we were no. As part of Mike's no! agreement, right. we would like to announce that Christina Ray, she's joining the Down Beach. Beach. Hey, is this for real? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> But that was their one put their foot down. They would not let us have well, you. Well, yeah, in uh, you know, Mike Reiner has done this before. He's put together something like this before, and uh, his leadership during all this was incredible. And he told us, "Hey, everyone's not going to get what they want. Like, you got to be ready to concede some things. You're not everyone's going to get what they want." And we were having all these talks about who would be on which shows and how that might work. And and Mike brought it up one time. I think he said, "You know, you guys might have to give up Christina." And we were in this meeting. We were like, you know what? We'll do whatever we have to do for the good of the team. And then we got outside and go, oh, my God, we got to keep Christina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it. Everything's on the table. We yeah, can yeah. lie to those guys, but that ain't yeah. happening. Oh, my God. We quit. Well, we lose don't, our... don't get the wrong idea here. That's not something I wanted right. I to have happen. Yeah, but your point was nobody should be too comfortable with anything because yeah. we're building something from scratch. That's but, right. And that's why we immediately fired off an email to Bob Pittman, the man who <laughs> created MTV saying, hey man, there's some problems brewing. You just got to make sure that that girl stays middays. That's sweet. That's the only thing that matters. Well, I'm psyched for you, Christina, and yeah. for you boys. I mean, I, I've been listening to y'all show all summer long, and it's awesome. It's really fun, and I think it really does sort of lay a blueprint or embody what the freak is going to be, which is pretty much people Good people having fun, like mm -hmm. the entire show. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you this. I've already had enough good blow in this game to where I'm, I'm good. You know, I really don't need anything else. What I'm interested in is watching Mikey go next level and watching you boys go next level because you guys have had shots. Things have not worked out for this reason or that reason. But I've always felt like, and I've been in the vast minority here a lot of the time, and that's throwing a little shade on some people that you guys have worked with and that I've worked with and that we all know, but I've always felt like you guys had a strong show and that you were both individually good, you were collectively good, and for the life of me, I could not figure out why you just didn't take somewhere, you know? And that's what I want to see happen here for you guys. Well, I think uh, we feel like we certainly have the cast for what we do to connect with, uh, you know, an old day station. Like Ben had mentioned it earlier, we've worked with great people that we really like, but 
if you don't have a programming department that is on board with your vision for the show, you know, we've always been pretty steadfast about not wanting to compromise what we do and believing in what we do. And, you know, when we can, when we at places with our listener base or, you know, whatever, how many members were in our Facebook group, we knew that they liked what we did. And the problems we ran into was when we had management that wanted to change what we do. And so we've always been pretty steadfast. That I mean, we had a, a programmer one time come in early on that tried to split us up and get me to change my name. You know, and it's like we've always been willing to bet on ourselves and believe in that. Uh, this is an opportunity to have a station where there's, I think, like-minded shows. And and this what we do can sound like what the station is doing. That's really important. It's super important. And that's not to say anything about the guys at the last station we worked with. We're we're there's a lot of great guys over there, and they're great at what they what they do. We've never wanted to be, uh, you know, that type of sports radio. It's it doesn't really fit us. Yeah. And so uh, you know, we look at it as this is the chance to do it. Yeah. And we've played the game. We've uh, you know, we've we've bounced around. We were at. Uh, you know, live 105.3, it became the fan. We went to ESPN, came back to the fan, then came to the Eagle, but we've never been fired. We've always chosen to bet on ourselves and sit out those non-competes and get your savings destroyed while you keep chasing this dream. And, uh, you know, how many had- non-competes have you set out? So Two we had, three. we had one when we left live, one we left ESPN, how and long? then, uh, so that that non compete leaving live was, I believe, three months. The one when we left ESPN was only two months, and then the one when we left the fan the second time to come here was three months. And so that's when we did the podcast called the non compete, which is great. And but we, you know, we've had times where uh, you know our show's done really well. We we finished first quite a few times, and. We've had times where we've been thirtieth, you know. Uh, we've been it's a we've, wide range. We've had times where we're keeping the resume tight because you never know when you know your, your last radio job is going to be. But we've always wanted this. We've wanted to be on a team full of people that we respect and love and enjoy and admire, and we wanted to be a part of something bigger than our show, part of something you know majestic part of something very very special and that's what this is and that's what was so crazy all these early reports are oh the freak's gonna be the third sports talk station in dfw and we were just laughing going god they don't have any sources do they that's when you know they're not talking our people they're talking right. to other people because right. we've never once when we got together ever had a conversation about being a sports station not once oh right. god because in in that <laughs> like this is this is medium to me this medium is at its best when it's just about the connection and you're connecting with each other and therefore you connect with listeners and it's basically just like friends hanging out talking about whatever they talk about and never in a situation when you're hanging out with your friends at a bar talking about game of thrones or some fart story or whatever you're talking about never you say but now here's a sports update from mike (laughs) and it's like the cowboys are looking about and so forcing sports is what this is not about this is about running from that like sure we'll talk sports we want to but we have total creative freedom here and we can talk about whatever we want whenever we want and no one else in this entire market can do that and very few people in the entire country can do that yeah i've been very entertained by the narrative of this as sports station because i'm sure you boys know you all know that's been out there quite a bit yeah you know, people hear the names that have been involved in this. They know the backgrounds of the guys involved in this. And that's a very easy knee-jerk thing to grab onto. But 
I mean, you guys made it clear to me when you started pitching me on this that it was not going to be that way. And I just said, well, damn straight, let's go. We, we had we had talked about this idea of when we were coming over here to do our show at the Eagle of like, all right, it, it's going to be uh, like a morning talk show on a rock station, on a classic rock station, uh, but that's it. There's no music. And so whatever you would hear for those little five and six minute bits on the old uh, classic. Wait a what ha- we're not going to play Frankenstein. <laughs> we're ever? not going to. No, 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 Mr. Winter. No, we're not going to do that. But, uh, but you know, being that as a full show and what that reminded me of so much is, and I, I've told you guys this before, but, uh, you know, Ben and I, we, we grew up here. We both had older siblings that were four years older than us. So they would drive us to junior high or whatever. And back then, we were listening to LaBelle and Rody in the mornings. And I've, I've said this many times. The first day the ticket came on the air and the hard line comes on and it's like they say Mike Reiner's name. I'm like, from LaBelle and Rody? What? <laughs> oh, my God, the morning zoo? And so to me, it's like whatever we're creating here, there's going to be a lot of talk about the ticket because Mike is the architect of that. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we all come from it in one way or the other. But for me, this signal and Mike laid it out at the beginning of the show today. This signal and the people who have been on this signal, we have the utmost reverence and respect for it and the, the the legacy of it. But for me, this is just as much about what happened at the zoo as what happened at the ticket. This is just another step in the evolution of Dallas radio personalities, and there's really no one better to usher this new station, which, by the way, we're the only one in the iHeart family called The Freak. There's no other station in this family like us. And Mike is ushering us into this. And it just, for someone who's lived here, you know, 49 of my 51 years, except for two years flunking out of UT, this is perfect. This is perfect because this is all of my radio life, you know, happening in a new format here. And I love it. I just love it. Man. That was always uh, at my previous station, the ticket. I loved it. I still love it. But when I had to do like a full show, the, the only segments that would stress me out would be the sports heavy ones where I'm like, I gotta get all these stats and I gotta be right. And I don't know if it's in an effort to, and I love sports and I can chat sports with you all day. Sure. But you want to be like considered, you know, like respected for, for some things that you were going to say. But I would never put any notes down for any of the jack around segments. I mean, nothing at all. Like, dude, those are all fine. Um, but the only ones that would kind of stress me out would be the sports heavy ones. Cause I'm like, I have to get this all right. You don't want to have stats wrong and all this stuff. Um, but then no one ever remembers your, your greatest. No, they don't. Greatest. They don't. Point. That's one thing at the ticket that I noticed very early on. Every time somebody would come up to me and talk about something we had done on the radio that day or the day before or whenever, it was never about any kind of sports point. Right. We made. No. Never. It was always all about the other stuff. And I'm thinking, now wait a minute, are we getting this wrong here or what? I always wanted, and I had no power there to do so, but I wanted to shift that clock a little if they were 60% sports, 40% fun, whatever it was. I would originally want to just flip that thing upside down and go 40% sports, 60%. You could still sell yourself as a sports station for sure. Sure. But I mean, I think... You you can call yourself whatever you want. I I would say (laughs) we're going to be 80% fun, 20% sports, but it might be way less than that or it might be a whole lot more than that. It just doesn't matter. It's completely up to us. Yeah. And with the friendly amount of oversight we're getting from management here... It's like whatever you you decide on is the right answer. 
And it's just that creative freedom is like through the damn roof to hopefully create more moments like the ones that you do get walked up to on the street. Be like, dude, what was that? That was the dumbest thing I ever heard or funny or whatever. And, uh, you I know, guarantee you that'll happen. If sports I rear their head and they need to be talked about, of course, let's let it rub. Do we right. need our 10 percent sports right now? Because Checo Perez won the Formula One race yesterday. Did so Checo Perez win the uh, Singapore Grand Prix? Yeah. Mike, did you see that? No. That's your 10 percent <laughs> sports not. for the hour. <laughs> this is Christina Ray's 10 percent yeah. sports flash. She's, oh, nice won the freak. <laughs> She's the one bringing the sports. Huh? I never saw that coming. <laughs> it's so and cute. She loves Checo Boy, Perez. I didn't need it. She watched the F1 races. And now she has her little sweater on. <clears throat> her Red Bull sweater in celebration. Well, you're a big F1 guy too, aren't I you? I am. We both are. We went to Italy went to a race. this summer. I went to Imola. That's a big doing. Which it's is a huge. fancy boy F1 track. And this concludes F1 Talk. Ben, yep. go ahead. Well, I just, you know, look. <laughs> the ticket has a huge audience. The fan has a big audience. And when we came over here and we started doing this talk format, which is what this whole radio station will be, which is whatever the F we want to talk about. When we first got here, our ratings were better than all the other stations combined. And it just go, and it didn't take away from those stations. Those folks kept listening to those stations and some came with us. But the point is, there are so many people here in Dallas, Fort Worth, and a lot of them want talk radio, but they don't want all the sports. Maybe they want a little sports, but there's enough. You know, I think some listeners will come from the tickets. Some will come from the fans. Some will be eagle listeners that'll stick around. We have a chance to build something really special and have one of the coolest radio stations in the country. And it starts now. Bam! How about this? That is strong, man. That is strong. Well, it's been a long couple months where we've been kind of grinding on how to do this and how it's going to be and how it's going to sound. And honestly, in my head and ears, it sounds better than I even imagined. This is easier, more fun, and uh, it's going to work. And I'm proud to be a work. part of it. And Let's I'm go. so happy you guys are all here. So I am too. We're Thank you for asking me. That is Ben Skin and Christina every day on The Freak from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. All right, Mikey. Yes. Now, we've That's had a really good... That's the full roster. That's it, right? Well, kind of. Kind of. But there is one name. One name that has not yet been invoked who is here with us. This is going to be the surprise of surprises. This is going to be the creme de la creme. This is going to be the cherry on top. We will. This is the downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. That is it. Not bad for a first day. Not bad at all, my friend. It is 6.03. Here on 97.1, the freak. Are we going to say 97.1 or point one? Uh, Everyone seems to be saying 97.1. Okay. The freak. That's what we'll go with then. The downbeat. That's us. Yes, the downbeat. Narrowly holding its lead over Glenn. Really? That's disappointing. That's disappointing. <laughs> I was hoping, I was really hoping Glenn would 
we'll the, take the, the day. The people are on board with Glenn. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. Uh, we got to reset a couple things we mentioned earlier. Again, this is the downbeat. This is day one. We appreciate you listening. That's for uh, Eagle listeners who are uh, confused and scratching their heads at what's happened to their station. Uh, we hope you stick around, give us a chance, and enjoy it. Fun every day is one of our unofficial mottos. What's your other motto that you gave us the other day? I have Fun it. is going up. Oh no, remember? Oh, serious nothing. Serious yeah. nothing. Yeah. You accidentally spouted that one off. I'm like, God, that's good. And if you are an Eagle listener and you want that tunage that you listened to for so very long here, I believe they're rolling that on HD2. Yeah, exactly. It's all still there. So there you go. So people want that. They also want an app. I'm getting whipped by app desirers. <laughs> Every other thing he says, it kills me. Um, we have an app, the iHeartRadio app. Yes, the iHeartRadio app is where to go now. I don't know how that works. I'm not a real huge app guy myself. You know, I use them when I use them, and I don't really expect too much out of them. Just give me what I want, and I'm happy. But I don't demand being able to fast forward or stop or go back or whatever, you know? Uh, the fast forward feature on our previous stations app is an incredible feature that I think is fairly unpopular in, uh, radio land. Mm-hmm. We have suggested it multiple times. They are looking into it as a, if it's a viable option, it's, we're going to try to get it done. And I tend to like it when I listen to that station. So hopefully they can, but as of right now, it's iHeart. iHeart radio app and just look up now. I think it's 971 the freak now. I think it's all switched over so you can check us out there. And if you want to check out our morning show, it's tomorrow, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. It's called The Speakeasy and that's Kevin Turner, that's Jeff Cavanaugh and that's Julie Dobbs. She's so great. America's sweetheart. I think she's going to be joining us tomorrow for the majority of our program as well. It's going to be you and I and friends. On Great. our show from 3 to 7. Great. I like friends. Friends are Ben and Skin and Christina Ray. They're going to get you from 11 to 3 every day. And then Mike Reiner and me, Mike Saroy, will be handling the afternoon duties from 3 until 7 each and every afternoon. If you want the official Twitter account, and I think it's all the social media accounts. I don't uh, Facebook too hard. And I do have Instagram, although I'm not very good at it. At 971 The Freak is the official Twitter, and I believe that uh, applies to Instagram as well. And we have started a show Twitter, and that's at DownbeatDFW. And, Mike, we're already cooking with grease here. 1,153 followers. On Downbeat, at, at, at Downbeat DFW? Yeah. Downbeat wow. DFW. Excellent. And in our next and final segment of the day, I'm going to read some instant reactions that have been tweeted to at Downbeat DFW. So if you want to get one in... And it's funny. And right. you can fire it off and, uh, and we'll read that in our next segment. Yes. Now this has been a heck of a day because we've had all the aforementioned colleagues up here. Yeah. Here in the studio today, it's been a little day of getting to know you and getting to know all about you, getting to like you, hoping that you like me and all that stuff. However, there is one. That we have not brought on board yet. And um, I don't exactly know how to intro this guy mm-hmm. because he means so much to me that there are really all kinds of ways. To, why don't you handle this one? You, you, I can, you would, can do him better justice. No, I would think it's inappropriate if I do this introduction. Okay, probably what you. we need to do, I guess, then, if you don't want to do it and I'm feeling uncertain about it, Maybe we just need to let him introduce himself because he is going to be 
with us day to day. He is here. He is a part of this thing. So, without further ado, introduce yourself, sir. Shoopy! Shoopy! Oh my god. Shoopy! How are we? We are great, Shoopy. How are we? Good Very or, good. Good or poorly kept secret? I, I, it's hard to tell. Uh, I think this is a pretty well kept secret. It is the legend himself, Michael Gruber. Yes, back in the game. Who would have thought it? Sure as hell not me. <laughs> sure as hell not me either. Groups. <laughs> the man at the helm. What are we doing here? Hell if I know. <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> My plan to get Matt Kenseth on for you to do a one-on-one interview with him, the NASCAR legend, fell through, so I could uh. not... Uh, I could not lock that up for you. We yeah. got grooves, Mike. We don't know how the phones work anyway. Yeah, that no, is true. No, we don't. We got to figure that out too. And if you're keeping score at home, that is uh, three dudes named Mike. <laughs> it's not confusing at if all. The two no, wasn't enough. no, 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 not at all, not at all. Anybody can figure it out. Let's see. Now you're Shoopy, right? No, no I'm oh, not no, Shoopy. No, no, okay. Not Shoopy. Uh, all right, I'm totally confused. All right, we got to get to the bottom of this though with Shoopy. Yes, because you. We're at the helm for us for a long, long time at our other most recent port of call. And then you left. You departed. You departed because you were making enough money and for a lot of other reasons. And so tell us about your travels between then and now. Yeah, it's been a very interesting journey. You know, I obviously, uh, you know, I started at the ticket as a, 16-year-old intern somehow became the regular board op for Bob and Dan at 19, and then became your board op on the hard line at 21, and by 26, I was gone from the station. Uh, attempted to get my college degree. That flamed out really quick, but uh, it gave me an opportunity to work for Bally Sports Southwest for most of the last 10 years as an audio engineer. I took over the music during games for, at different times, the Dallas Stars, Dallas Mavericks, and Texas Rangers. Was the ambassador of fun for the Frisco Rough Riders for five years. Uh, and just got to do all sorts of other just random fun things. But then when you uh, gave me a call a couple months ago and wanted to gauge my interest in possibly getting back into this thing and getting back into radio, I wanted to immediately say yes, but I knew that there was some housekeeping to uh, to do to figure out if we could make it work for it to make sense for me to leave the things that I'm doing, to leave uh, the Texas Rangers and mm-hmm. Bally Sports Southwest. Right. And we found a way to make that all work out. And so I'm going to be the, I guess, Board op slash producer for you guys and board op for Ben and Skin. So I'll be in this damn room from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. And I'm just uh, incredibly excited and grateful for the opportunity. And I uh, I never thought I would get back into radio 20 years after first getting into it and 10 years after leaving it. But getting to be in a room with you boys again is incredible. We couldn't be more excited for this. I couldn't be more excited for this. Like because, as this, because uh, that's, I mean, your travels have been far and wide. 
And um, like you, I too thought you were done with this. And I would not really have thought to approach to even broach the matter with you. That's how done with it I thought you were. Yeah, and I kind of thought I was, but I'm glad that y'all uh, threw my name out there at some point and at least gave me the opportunity to consider it. And the more I thought about it, the more that I just, uh, you know, did my own little calculations, pros and cons and all that. I, uh, I'd been looking for something that was full-time, ideally during the day, and if I could get both of those things, if it could be creative as well, then that's all I could really ask for. I've enjoyed everything I've gotten to do the last 10 years, but admittedly, as a uh, working the freelance lifestyle, having everything revolve around games and being at night just about all the time, and, you know, sometimes that's a 2 a.m., uh, bedtime mm-hmm. because of, uh, West Coast baseball games. Right. And sometimes there's early tapings at Bally that require a six, seven or eight a.m. call time and not fun. Yeah. And trying to just make different schedules work around working with teams, working with the stars, the Rangers and the Mavs where it's kind of frowned upon to miss a day and. Uh, so then trying to make the rest of the calendar during the year work around that, it just all, uh, I enjoyed all of it, but I'm a, a wuss. <laughs> no. And so having a chance to get a little more consistent schedule along with all the other things I mentioned and most importantly, getting to fart around on the radio with you, <laughs> Shoopy, I never thought I'd get to, uh, to be your board op again. So Nor did it's, a, I. it's an honor. Nor did I. I thought the, that ship had sailed long ago. And when I found out that this was going to happen, that's when I really started to get a grasp on the possibilities up here. That's when I really started to get a grasp that, hey, these guys are really serious about doing this right. And really, I mean, that's all I want. I want to work for somebody who's serious about doing whatever it is they're doing right. You give me that, and I'll deal with whatever else. But just let's just do whatever we're doing right, and let's do it to the best that we possibly can do it, and make it as as much as it can be. Yeah, it's like the names rolled in, you know, and the things started to come together. You know, each of them were like so, like, oh my, yes, high five, call, text, but... When that young man's name popped in, I'm like, excuse me? Because I, I mean, I don't, you know. You I don't, was too. You never know what, I guess, I don't know how happy somebody else is in anything that they're doing. But I just assumed you at the Rangers, which I know you did love. And I um, still do. It, yeah. it absolutely, I I said it and I hope no one thinks I was ever lying. But it really was and is a dream job. Yeah. And it was very tough to consider leaving that. But I'd actually, uh, you know, full disclosure, I was actually going to be leaving them at the end of this season because Bally had a really good offer that I took. But then this came up and it just, it just made too much sense to me. And again, the, the daytime, the full time, creative, working with y'all, every single person that, is involved in this thing from on air to behind the scenes. 
is just incredible. And I'm a radio dork. I've, I've always loved radio and obviously the ticket was a huge part of my being growing up. And, you know, this isn't a ticket offshoot, but there's a lot of my ticket friends that are a part of this. And to get to work with you all again is, Again, something I never imagined happening, but as soon as I uh, got the call, I just immediately was looking for ways to make it happen. That's a great point, because dork's going to dork. Damn right. You know? <laughs> I'm a radio dork, dork, too. And I don't know what I was going to wind up doing. I don't know if I was going to wind up doing anything at all. I didn't have to do anything at all. And if it never hand out for me to do anything else for the rest of my time on this planet, how little, how little I have left, I was fine with that. But somewhere deep in here, the radio thing was still there, and that, that, uh, that heartbeat was still functioning and still strong, and even though I may have been in denial about it, you know, when... When this came up, I just couldn't say no. There's always that one thing for you out there. No matter what aspect of your life that you may be looking at, there's always that one thing that can change your mind about the way you feel about whatever that thing is. Did that make sense? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if I put it as well as I could or should put it. but Better than I could put it. But there's always that one thing out there that will turn your head around on no matter how dug in you may be about something. And that's what happened with me, and it sounds like that's what happened with you too, Shuby. Yeah, it's uh, I've said it many times over the years. It's a pretty much a cliche for radio people, but it gets in your blood. And that connection with the listener that we hopefully will be forging in the years to come will hopefully be – something that we can do and i hope that they still love us and i hope that we uh we can create some magic again and i just i again i'm repeating myself but i i cannot be more thankful for this opportunity and you know to have some fun on the radio again is just incredible one of the things that i when we think of a board op at least at the ticket when we were there. I, the first thing I think of is the drops, you know, the speed of the drops. And, you know, as groups can attest, the immediate question of, are you on delay? I'm sure that's among the questions you've got more than any others. Are you on delay? How do you guys get those drops in there so good? Um, and the guys they have doing it now are incredible. I mean, equally incredible. It's an art form or a fart form that Groobs was, uh, you know, essential in creating. But I think it takes a certain type of person to do it, which is sort of the root of one of my arguments about them being sort of underappreciated over there, Jeremy Moran included, is that like this, oh, is not, absolutely. this is not just someone who sits there for X amount of time and presses the buttons to get you in and out of breaks. And it's all, you know, playing drops, not everyone can do it. It's yeah. difficult. They and become a part of the show. Yes, exactly. They become an essential part of the show. And even though their job is not really to come on and talk and interact on any kind of regular basis – they still got to be there. They still got to be focused. They got to be in the flow. They got to know the guys who are doing the show well enough to be able to anticipate where things might go next and determine what they're going to do if, in fact, that's the way it plays out. Right. And, and we've 
got really lucky or we got really lucky over the years on our show because it seemed like every time we would lose one, I would go into a little bit of a state of depression for a few days. (laughs) I would, you know, because I'd gotten so used to them and they'd become such a big part of the show that I just couldn't see at that time how we were going to be able to replace them. Yet somehow we did. And strangely enough, every time we replaced one, he adjusted to things real quick. And before long, he was about as good as the guy that he'd replaced. Mm -hmm. We were really, really lucky in that way. But then Shoopy came along, and that's when things went next level. That's when things went to a place where, where, you know, you couldn't just grab some guy off the streets and put him in there and and achieve that. Yeah, you need a pianist. Yes, you do. You, you need an artist. You basically do. It's an artist. And I would I would always say if you hooked up some sort of device to the average listener of that radio station and then you figure out where they laugh, I mean, such a high percentage is just stuff that the insane board op is doing, yes. playing perfectly timed drops. I mean, it adds so much to the experience, more than I think is quantifiable you know, when it's time to uh, get your paycheck every couple of weeks, so uh, certainly not quantify, quantifiable to the man. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Are you and you always? Who do you credit with being sort of the not father of drops, but was it who was it like that started it, and then you sort of bastard it or went over the top <laughs> with it, or I, you know, for me the two I tend to put them pretty damn close are obviously big strong Jeremy Moran. He did it for. 22 years in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's the one that trained every single board op that came along after the great expo, Kevin Fox, who is is tied pretty much with Jeremy. Expo playing drops for the hard line was the reason that I fell in love with the ticket. Yeah, Expo set the template for it. So he's the first that... Yeah. yeah so he, Expo he, was, what, 95 to 2002... And he's Man, the one that that just you know he he took drops to that that next level, and then you know Psycho Dave, Justin Neely, me, Jake, David Mino, Ham, they all have done something uniquely them, but it still felt like the hard line, yeah. and that's a been a really cool thing to be part of that lineage and. Yeah, Jeremy and Expo, they're the ones that absolutely got me into wanting to do this, and it's a very specific thing that I thought would only be possible at one radio station, and who the hell knows if my uh, skills are just completely rusted out, but <laughs> we're going to find out, and I'm, it's, oh, I never would have thought. Ever? Oh, yeah. are we ever going to find out? I know Jeremy's listening. Hi, Jeremy. I love you. Love you too, Jeremy. He's the love greatest. you, Jeremy. And he just uh, recently uh, retired himself, so I, I get it. But we talked even about uh, if we should have any drops here at the start. And essentially the answer is no. We want this thing to have started today at 3 o'clock, and we hope you were listening. We hope you're still listening now, and we'll continue to listen. But, like, every drop that he pulls or finds is going to – I mean, with he probably has a few farts in there, I imagine. He doesn't go anywhere without them. Okay. Earlier, (laughs) he's playing all his drops right now. (laughs) Easy, Mikey. Oh no, you shouldn't have said that. Baseball, dinosaurs, and my (laughs) people. 
that's just a little sampler platter, but is that from our promo? Yeah. Session the so I basically had to cheat a little, and you know, anytime we uh, had mics recording, you know, I I uh, it's all fair game. I did what I could to to make some drops to at least have a little something. Yeah. But yeah, it's a. Uh, Honestly, gonna be kind of slim pickings for a little while, but that's kind of the fun of building a station, you know? We're gonna, we're gonna have four hours a day to create some new drops and have some fun with it, and I know Shoopy's a drop factory anyway, so (laughs) I'm not really too worried about it, but in the meantime, I get to, uh, get my radio timing back hopefully, and we'll have some fun doing it. It's funny because you and hell me are known for a handful of drops. I mean, you are known for a whole lot more. I'm just metal bat guy to yeah, a lot of like a lot less. You've had your share, but it's funny to think we're going to start this new thing, do this, and they're all gone. You know, they're all gone. Um, and it's just the fact. That's that we're okay. Gonna... We'll make more. Yes, that's the beauty of it. We don't know what the hell they're going to be. It doesn't matter. And the evil one in there is the one who gets to decide, which makes it like so cool. It's just hell yeah. Complete blank slate. If you're here with us on day one, like you are ground level as you could possibly be. And, uh, and he's going to be in there chronicling this thing and making sure it all stays organized and we couldn't be in better hands. And the second part, I want to give Michael credit for Michael Groover, Groobs. All right. Groobs. Too many Michaels. Is Reiner alive? Oh, God. Is yeah, Reiner yeah, alive? Yeah, he is. He okay. is. Reiner's, Reiner's <laughs> rejuvenated. Ryan's wolf. Whatever. Whatever. All right. And my, me, I can go any way you want. Shale, if you, if you need it. Right. Let's go with Mikey. Saroy. Mikey, I'll take that as well. But since the second that dude walked in the building, he's been here more than you and I have. He's been just grinding on how to get this thing going. I mean, this is a big launch. Yes. We were... Worried, not worried, but we were concerned on so many things that went into this show just today, including like you and I, we got to get back into this thing. Let's go. Let's do this damn thing. We didn't do a practice show or anything, but I was like, I don't know what the breaks sound like. I don't know. Do we know when to talk? Like there's no ticker ending, you know, which is we've been conditioned by like Pavlov's love's dog to, to know exactly when to start and all this stuff. So we were kind of waiting on that and he's been smooth as hell today. But even more than that. I don't even know if you're technically the producer of this show, but that dude is arm in arm with me with with ideas that you've come up with and I have and just organizing stuff. And look, I mean, I've known groups forever, haven't really worked work hand in hand with him like you two have. And like, I know the drops are going to come. The funny crap is going to come. But that dude has just been busting it and and helping build this show, this new station, all of it. And I hate to say on day one, but you already I can't imagine doing it with anyone else or, or without him. So it's going good so far, Michael. Yes, it's going very good. And I got to tell you that, I mean, it's not like I was ever really thinking about not doing it once the opportunity came up. But mm-hmm. when I learned that he was going to be, that Shuby was going to be involved, that let me know for sure that, number one, I'm doing the right thing here. And number two, this thing is going to go somewhere. Hell yeah. This thing is going to have some staying power, and this thing is going to be a factor in this market. It's so it's so so like self because you saying that, and then the fact that you are in gives us that gravitas. So it's all sort of self fulfilling. But to know it and believe it the way that I can tell that you do. Oh, I do. I just, do. Make no mistake. Instill so much confidence. It's really unbelievable. All right, we have not done one benchmark or one stapler, one of the new things that we're hoping you enjoy every day from three to seven here on the Downbeat on ninety-seven one uh, the Freak. But we're going to do one next, aren't we? We are for the very first time ever. We're going to allow you, the listener, to walk inside a special place. What's it called, Mike? The Sunset Lounge. This is the Downbeat on ninety-seven one the Freak. 
time we have had here today. An unimaginable time. Day one. A brand new radio station. <laughs> you is don't this, get to do this very often in your career, Mikey. I never have. This is just your second time doing it, right? Yeah. I'm a lucky guy. I've got to do it twice. If you've missed any of uh, this evening's broadcast of The Downbeat, they are replaying it right here on The Freak from 7 p.m. until 11. So they're going to run this thing right back. All right. So check it out. And again, we know you want the app. Use the iHeart app for now. Maybe someday, somewhere down the line, we'll have one of our own, one unique to us that has all the features and stuff that you want on it. But for right now, just use the iHeart app and you can check out us as we stream online. All right. It is now 635 here on the downbeat. The day is done, but before you head home, you need a place, a certain kind of place, where they know you and you know them, one where you can take the edge off, a place where the lights are dim, the music swings, but it's never too loud, and you don't even have to tell them when to make it a double, a place where the skirts are tight and the necklines plunge. You say no such place exists? Ah, but it does. It's the Sunset Lounge. Step inside the green door. Sit at the bar. Get in the groove at the Sunset Lounge with the downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. That made me even happier than I ever thought it would. <laughs> I had no idea what he was going to say, but I knew he would crush it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're not cool enough to follow that intro. Damn. Sure you are. <laughs> the Sunset Lounge was, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, one of the finalists for the actual name of the show. We went with the downbeat. But the Sunset Lounge just stuck around where we kept thinking it was just the coolest thing in the world. We had to use it for something. We, we had to find... Something to attach that handle to. And it may not apply in a month or two, but if you look out that window, a golden sunset in progress right now. Yes. So it's perfect. Yes. A groovy day. Groovy day indeed. Uh, and it's going to be sort of a catch-all, whatever you want to talk about. If there's something we need to follow up with from the show or something you got planned this evening or this weekend, uh, the Sunset Lounge can be whatever you want it to be. But today... I feel like since we're launching this bad boy, we can go with some instant reaction from uh, friends. New I friends. would love to do that. New friends that have been popping away on Twitter. Uh, again, our official show Twitter handle is at DownbeatDFW. At 971TheFreak is the official station Twitter account. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think at 971 the freak is gonna be for all your social stuff. It's funny, there's a few people who've created dummy accounts, like I told you earlier, mm-hmm. like the freak Dallas. And oh, of course. All this stuff. And they've done a pretty interesting job to make it look like that was the official one, as the official one hadn't written anything until today. Uh, but those are our bad boys, and we're gonna be doing some, uh, some interaction via Twitter with you guys, uh, someday, maybe Thursday. We'll figure it out. But uh, we do have some instant reaction. Would you like it, Mike? I would like it very much, Mike. Okay, it's usually uh, pretty kind, but you know we're gonna we're not scared to read no, bad stuff no, as well. Of course not. But we'll start we'll start with friendly stuff. David Lauderdale, all the luck, boys, feel at home again here in the old gray wolf. Expound his musings once again. 
very nice. You feel home as, at home as well, don't I you? I appreciate that. Jared says, happy to be listening to The Freak. Very cool experience being a part of the first moments with you boys. It is cool. It is cool. It is cool. Jason Rojo, welcome back, guys. Looking forward to spending time listening with you. The Funky Panther. Hey, man, you guys suck. <laughs> of course we do. He's right. <laughs> we know that. Look, I mean, tell I, us, look, if you're going to do this, tell us something we don't know. I don't have the courage or wherewithal to look up the Facebook one, because apparently that's where people lose their mind. But uh, at least on our official at Downbeat DFW, it's all been very kind, except for the fun- the Funky Panther. Doesn't seem unhappy. to like us, Mikey. Handy Andy. Okay. Diehard Ben and Skin fan. Hadn't listened to y'all before today. I'm in. Hashtag Glenn. <laughs> Glenn's kind of taking the day. As he should. Or it. <laughs> we were... Our finalists were uh, Downbeat, The Sunset Lounge, and Glenn as a show name. And I think all, we picked the wrong one. We're all feeling like <laughs> we, I think we did. We were all feeling uh, buyer's remorse here as we may have screwed this thing up. Yep. Maybe we ought to rethink. It's yeah, graphics don't take too long to redo, do no, they? No, it's not too late. I know a guy in creative production. We can probably... We get the exact. Uh, I tweeted that the official logo out, by the way, which is cool as hell. It's uh, Jason Seeley, our man who works over at the Well Creative, and he gave us three cool options. But that's the one we sort of settled on. But we can get that exact same font and logo that just says Glenn on it <laughs> for no reason, no reason. One whatsoever. end or two ends for Glenn. We d- I don't think we uh, discussed that. I'd say one myself. I feel like it's a one. What do you think, Mikey? I, I kind of, I, I always pictured it with the two ends. Do you? But I'm not, you know, we, there's three Well, votes the here. other two Michaels. Yeah, that's, you, that's, so. that's smack down. Uh, speaking of that, Alex Hamilton, just make a bumper sticker that just says, Glenn. <laughs> Used to be a big player in the radio world, right? The importance yep. of the bumper sticker. Oh, yes. Did oh, have, yes. Did you have one with the zoo beast on it? Um, No, I've never had one myself, but... People used to brandish those with great great amounts of pride. You've never had a bumper sticker on a car? Um, there was one time when I bought a Toyota pickup truck that had a bumper sticker from a jazz station or a a, a public a NPR station or something like that from Phoenix on there that you were unaware of. I didn't know what it was, and you couldn't get it off. It no. was, was the upper left corner I, I slightly ripped no, to no. show that you was, attempted to get it off. It was, it was in great shape, and I left it alone. Let me get you a bumper sticker. It says Glenn on it. Okay. Our final Glenn joke, but I think it's a good one. Brian Bell at Downbeat DFW. Officer, clearly I can be in the HOV lane. I'm riding home with Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. Is that not amazing? Yeah, it's all right. We have a thing now. We have a thing. Paige asks a question that we haven't asked a few times, and you did just address it. Will there be an app that we can pause and rewind? Again, not really our department. Um, We have suggested it to our management here, and as Mike and I have said more than a few times management here has been incredible to uh be amenable to things that we've requested and that's why i think tonight's going so smooth yeah they're very forward thinking yeah 
Exactly. So if there's a way to do it and it's realistic, but again, it's the iHeart app. This is a massive thing. Um, and iHeart has invested a lot of time and money and effort into getting this thing off the ground. And I don't know if flipping how their app works is a top priority for them. But hey, I, I it doesn't matter. And iHeart is a massive operation. There are what eight, nine radio stations or something like that in this building. In, in, in the, yeah, in this building. I don't know. I think we've accidentally walked into each one of them, though. <laughs> Boy, they look at us weird. Holy crap! There's so many production rooms and. So many, so many rooms. Yeah, and all I know is that we are catty corner to the studio where the great Bo Roberts plies his craft every day. Educate me. Longtime morning guy on Q102 back in the day. Really? Yeah. And still they doing used, it? Yeah, still doing it. They used to kick the ass of the zoo. Really? Yeah. Was that your biggest competition at the biggest zoo? Competition. Your biggest enemy? Biggest competition. But Bo's a great guy. Bo's, Bo's not... One of those cats that takes it too seriously or anything like that. You know, it's just all in good fun with Bo. The trouble with him is he's just so damn good at it. You know? Let's get him to come in here. Do some stuff. Oh, I bet he would. <laughs> have you seen any, did you, have you seen him since you've been yeah, on I have. property? I have. Just we had the door open. Chat. And, really? Yeah. Any other former competitors or? There probably are, but I don't know. I haven't been around here that much or that long. I'm low level up here, man. Low level, no room you step inside. This uh, building, by the way, for those that care, we're in Addison. And if you're going up and down the tollway every day, look to your s- west. To the west side. <clears throat> west side of the tollway. And it does say iHeartRadio on the top. And I can't see a sliver of the tollway, so if you want to put a fist out the window, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Or just throw a cig- cigarette butt out the window and catch the grass on fire out there. Yeah. Send groups down there to. I'll put it out. Put his little fireman hat on. And <laughs> I'm doing everything up here. You're doing everything else. Why not? <laughs> hey, this is startup. Everybody's got to do everything. Dan C. Nice choice for the show name. I think that was actually about downbeat. All right. Finally, one not about Glenn. Love the show, but you teed it up for the haters to refer you as the beatdown, which that was a potential name for our last segment, which. Instead, we went with Sunset Lounge. Yeah, but we, we elected to go with Sunset Lounge. We It's not lost on us that the downbeat by haters will immediately be referred to as the beatdown. Fine. Expected. Whatever. And guess who cares about that? Yes, not I. Not him, not I. I care a little, but that's just because I'm more sensitive than you guys. I actually care a little, too. Please don't call us that. Yeah. Show a little creativity. Nice Come up with something else. Yeah, exactly. Don't work so obvious. It's too easy. Uh, fake Nat Mains. It's been a long time since I've enjoyed radio this much. I learned my way through this world listening to the old gray wolf after my father left this earthly plane as a young 20-something. Thank you for bringing back good vibes. Cool. That is cool. And I wish I had... Also, a- tremendous responsibility, which I don't need. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need to be raising you. <laughs> fake Nat Mains. He'd be raising you. And he talked about uh, someone leaving this mortal coil. And I... There's somebody. Oh, I want to give him credit. There it is. Uh, it's a uh, reverend and reprobate show. Which is, oh, know, yes. Now him I know. You know yeah. We've both been interviewed by him, Shoopy. Really? Yes, we have. Yeah. They do a podcast. Okay. They're pretty and, good people. Um, excellent people. Well, as Fake Nat Mains talked about his father leaving this earthly plane, the reverend... 
the Reverend Baby, listening to Day One of the Downbeat on 97.1 The Freak. Great to hear the genius of Tweet Grooves back on the air. And he is holding a fresh babby. I don't know if that's a newborn today no, that is. or what. And I don't know if about today, but he, it's recent. Both ends of the spectrum represented there. Tacky Sports. Mike Soroy sounds like a boy headed to his first homecoming with a real actual girl. He might get to squeeze them. Enjoying it, boys. Excited for the future. Did I did I metal bat the entire first hour? (laughs) No, I've slowed it down. I I, I don't think you metal. I didn't make any notes that you did. So I think you're. I think you're okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't think this has been a metal bat day for you. I have no uh, problem metal batting. It's usually (laughs) when I get excited. How stupid that among all the incredible things that that last station (laughs) gave to us or created was. Like metal batting is like a term, or metal bats. <laughs> it just it it means speaking quickly. Out of damn no. Yes. <laughs> I get to hear you about dead horses. Yeah. You know what always got me about metal bats? <laughs> <laughs> the which I didn't realize till I got their part. <laughs> I've heard the long form of it. Oh, I always thought that was so funny. I didn't realize till I got there. Okay. You're asked to play in a charity baseball game, alright? And you're unsure of the equipment to be provided by okay. the great Warstick. Alright. Who are, uh, producers of both metal and wooden bats. Yes. So I suppose it's a fair question as you're approaching Reversham Park to ask what are the bats going to be made of? I know I was under the impression that it was going to be all wood bats. All wood bats, yeah. I think. Which some of us I didn't know until we got there. Some of us may have even discussed what the bats are going to be made of. So I was overjoyed, apparently, to find out that once I arrived, they so had much so metal that bats. You started speaking at about one twenty RPM. <laughs> That's not that abnormal. I think if you look back at enough tape, I get worked up and and let it rip pretty regularly. But I did say um, that they had metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. A little quicker than most. Now I'm just going to speed that up. (laughs) Speed that up. It it wasn't just that you said it. It was with great emphasis. Yeah. Get excited about stuff. Okay. So there we go. That is some Twitter reaction from our first day. The things are flying in. We started this day obviously with zero, uh, Twitter followers on our official account at DFW Downbeat. Right now we're at 1,724. Nice. I'd say that's pretty good success. I'd say that is a great success for sure. Day one F1. People are asking what we're supposed to call that. Day one Mary one F1. Is that it? Is something. I don't think we've settled on that. Um, like what the name? I don't know. That's going to happen completely. for our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Like the easy thing would be freaks, but yeah, that's also the name of the station. Yeah, these things don't happen overnight. Yeah, and it doesn't. Is it well? How did it work with P one? Which I know is a radio term that's used in many places i mean I, do i unfairly and overly associate it with the ticket listener like a lot of other stations nationwide refer to their listeners as p1s it's used throughout the business yeah but 
But as far as the bringing, fans don't as, call themselves that, right? No, they don't. Only only ticket listeners do. Only ticket listeners did. Yeah. Maybe others will start, but the ticket got there first with that one. Yeah. So we can't have that one. No. We'll make our own. It'll just happen, right? Yeah, it will. I mean, the freak stuff is all easy, and our promotional materials will be asking you where the freaks are at, that sort of thing. But I don't think that's going to like realistically catch. Like, you're not going to chill with your friend and be like, hey, I'm a freak, are you? I don't think that's going to happen. It might. Nobody thought P1 would catch on either. Really? Yeah. I mean, that started because I mentioned it in a when I was reading a 40-liner or some such. Is that right? Yeah. Is it not supposed to be in there? Uh, Well, it wasn't in there. I was just riffing. So that's something like, now you may be asking yourself, how can I, the P1, get in on this? And it went from there. Very organic. That's what we need. Organic stuff. <laughs> Let's just call them all Glens. Okay. Yes, how can I, the Glen? <laughs> G1s. The Glens. Uh, Dennis Gray asked, will Cash be okay on his own? No. If I've learned one thing, it's Cash is going to be A-OK. If there are things that you don't need to be worried about in this world, his status is one of them. Yeah. He'll be fine. And if he's not, let's just bring him on board. Might be able to do that. Maybe on a Saturday every now and again. Yeah. Bishop Sycamore Counselor. No forced chemistry, no tired bits. I love it already. All right, cool, man. Now, that's what I wanted to hear. That is probably about the best thing you could hear. Yeah. I mean, when you start something like this, you worry about, or I worry about what the chemistry is going to be like. Yeah. And I worry about it being forced. And I worry that there are going to be people who won't let the game come to them and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I felt like we did a pretty good job of that today. Damn right. And if you want bad bits, just wait till tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and then we'll crank those up. Yeah, it's Bad Bit Tuesday. <laughs> bad Bit Tuesday. Oh, and let's just end with Josh Ferris, who says, Glenn. <laughs> like, we're already alienating people who are just now like, what the? What's Glenn? Glenn? What's Glenn? They'll figure it out. Glenn is so necessary with everything going on today. (laughs) That's right. Welcome back, Glenn. It's like putting those comfy sweats on every year. It gets cold for the first time. So, so comfy. Great. What we wanted to hear. That's a good reaction there. I think that's your voice. I find it comfy, too. It's weird. Like, I would obviously be listening to this if I was not involved, and I'd be freaking out excited that you're back on. Well, I wouldn't want to be involved if you weren't involved, so that's how it works. I think you mean that, and that feels incredible to me. Yes, I do. I don't say stuff I don't mean. I know. We did it, Mike. We did it, Mikey. This is day one of the downbeat. We're going to sign off. We're going to a uh, thing tonight. Yes, a freaker's ball of some kind. <laughs> We're going to go to a thing. And we will run this thing back tomorrow. But until then, I do have four rules that each and every person must adhere to. Number one, make out hard. 
Number two is stay out of the left lane unless you're passing. Number three is just tip 20%. And rule four is do not.